now entering the Bass Galaxy. This is Teal's Bass Galaxy. I'm your host. This podcast is about raw, real conversations with real awesome people about bass fishing, bass boats, and heck, there are no limits in the galaxy. This podcast is brought to you by the Dream Team at Supreme Lending, the Selka Fishing and Customs, and just north of Memphis, Barbecue, also known as JNO Memphis. Joining us on today's episode is three bastronauts. Yeah. Co hosting is my good buddy JP, Justin Pinkerton, aka Spielberg. And two new, unique, awesome guests. One of them you've seen before. You've maybe seen him on the streets of Thailand, on the YouTube. And he's also fishing the Classic Bass Champions Tour in 2023. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about Sam Sobe in the house. And also, joining Sam Sobe, we've got some of the best lettuce in the game. Goldie Locks. He's won a boat on the co-angler side. He's won countless things. He's a hammer. He's powerful. He's almighty. Ladies and gentlemen, Chad Smith, Sam Sobe, co-hosted by Justin Pinkerton. Let's do this. We are. Well, yeah. let, let's open up with the happy days first and foremost. Boom. Happy days to Cheers. the Bass Galaxy and happy days to your producer, Cheers, Coleslaw Loke Moss. Per se, Came he's, yeah, he's behind the scenes. He's working the magic. <laughs> I, I, I saw the progression at least from the pilot up to now, and it's unbelievable. And I'm here as a friend, a fan, and a guest second. Remember so. last time we were in my parents' house, yep. and I'm like, "Yo, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna yep. get a place of my own." We had GoPros. We had some different stuff set up, and you guys were just getting into the podcast game, and and we dreamed of one day, you know. Having on Chad Smith going out, space. and now here we are, and we finally have somebody more famous and more beautiful than you, Chadwick, Jared Allen, <laughs> Emmett Smith, ladies and gentlemen. I, I can't even look at that hair. My God, oh, can't man. even look, look at, at that it. hair. Straight off the California beaches of San Diego. It's flat, calm in here, but it's still flowing. Yeah, my goodness. <laughs> I know. I always knew my spirit animal was somewhere in Cali. Sobe's gonna need yeah. a new pair of shorts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flood warnings are happening. Laundry mats are going out of business. Basement are flooding get the mop get the mop ladies and gentlemen well, no, but seriously thank you thank you for having yeah. us it's Dude, a beautiful yeah. spring day and we have the opportunity to come up here and, and hop on your podcast and like i said we're we're fans we're totally. fans of this. friends first but but definitely hardcore fans you have an amazing podcast and, and what you and lil k moss have done here it's it's incredible Dude. no it's been great dude i love listening to these Cole's a man. Couldn't do it without him. And I've been looking up to you boys since 93, just so you know that. Um, yeah. So the the respect is mutual. The respect is real. And I'm doing the interview here. So okay. yeah, don't forget that. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Fucking no rules in the galaxy. But seriously, 
thanks uh, for coming out. And I'm just so happy because I thought the lake that I just moved to was going to be completely dead. And then you and Chad were sitting on the dock holding hands tonight yeah. with them slip bobbers. Cut and that. Chad <laughs> got himself a bite. <laughs> Touching hands, not holding hands. Yeah. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Clarifying that. Yeah. No. So Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. Not. Yeah. But Touching it, hands. We. Yeah. We rolled up in here to the Bass Galaxy HQ, <laughs> and it's it's a total bass cave. Teal has rods and these JDM baits laying out everywhere, and and hand tied hair jigs, and we got the full tour. And then yeah, like you said, Chad and I rolled down to the dock, and we proceeded to, you know. Get one bite. Get yeah. one bite. Get one bite. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it's you have a beautiful place here. This Dude, is Dude, this is cool. This is the bass cave. This is a setup. This is a this I like the remodel. Setup. Yeah. Yeah, looks, we're looks uh, sweet. It's ever expanding, so oh, yeah. it's uh, it's gonna keep evolving, you know. But uh, we, it's kind of out in Egypt here, so like the gas prices nowadays, just appreciate you boys making the trip. Yeah. And uh what the hell have you guys been up to? I'll, I'll let Chad start to the left. Chad? I'm starting. All right. Uh, honestly, I've just been working a bunch, getting things all dialed up, ready, been organizing everything. I, I didn't touch my gear until like a few weeks ago, really, and um, living in my own spot now, just renting from a buddy. I just got kind of a little basement area and kind of got a little tackle room dialed up, Saw put that. some pegboard up. That's kind of been like a long time goal, so yeah. I'm feeling good about that, and it's just kind of fun to get get all organized and it you know i got the boat back and um just it's starting to feel real especially with the weather we got right now so it's it's moments away and but working a bunch working two jobs serving at a, serving and bartending at a restaurant and then working full-time on top of that so wow. it's been good Damn. but keeping me busy and it's fun to be able to come do this this is more like a vacation for me actually Hell yeah <laughs> well good man that's what we're here to do have a good time are so you guys are both fishing champions tour yeah yeah uh, both of you which is awesome because no no it's awesome <laughs> it's so cool no no i'm gonna start with you so we a lot of people make fun of youtubers and then i'm yeah. like no i i hear you but you haven't met Sobi. like he's better than milk like, yeah, you know what I mean. This guy's the real deal. Yeah, like that, I always everyone, hype you up. Everyone literally says that too. Everyone literally says, "Here's Sobi," and then here is Ben Milliken. <laughs> like everyone says that. Yeah. Even my mom, especially my mom. My mom always. Sobi's says glides that. glide two inches wider on average. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm I'm excited to fish the Champions Tour, and there there is definitely a stigma out there that like YouTubers are hacks. And don't get me wrong, there's there's a bunch of them that are complete hacks. You know what I mean? If you're if you're just revolving your whole channel around catching bass on a gummy worm off a, a barbie doll rod off the dock that's that's not my style you know what i mean and and i grew up fishing tournaments i grew up with you guys and a bunch of different greasy fish heads and i'm so sick for it and I, i'm definitely probably going to get my butt kicked in the champions tour but i really 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 believe that um i'm going to compete and i'm going to come out i'm going to come out learning more or less just the amount of i guess like the amount of amazing anglers that you compete against at the champions tour and then how diverse you have to be. And then everything's changing. Like I'm, it's going to be a win-win no matter if I finish dead last. Are you going to film it? Absolutely. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to try Ooh. to be clear. Yeah, he's more fun. of a Snoopy pole guy than a Barbie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to try. Like, uh, I was kidding. No. Dude, you, I mean, it's cool. Cause you have like a pretty hard like tournament past. And so like, I mean, 
you're as legit as they come, dude. I mean, I, like I, I've never had to fish against you, and I'm not really looking forward to it, to be honest. Dude, I'm so <laughs> excited because like before, like I guess before I signed up for the Champions Tour, previous years Chad was fishing the opens, and I and I went to go film the opens with Joel and Greg and and travel with them. But during that time, like we got to kind of. Ch- like camp and chill with Chad and I was chilling with Joel Willard and Greg Mansfield and, and all these other folks that like are just bad to the bone anglers. And now after kind of the rules change and just time happened, all those familiar faces are coming now to fish the champions tour. Willard's fishing too. Willard's fishing. Yeah. Too. He's going to be in them. Like, wow. It's going <laughs> to be a reunion. It's going to be a heck of a, cool. yeah, no, I, I welcome it. I welcome yeah. the competition yeah. and, uh, it makes you better in the end for sure. You know? Like yeah. every, like, as if that tour wasn't hard enough. Yeah. When's the first uh, event? Uh, Dead Lake and like, or yeah, Big Stone. Dead Lake. What am I thinking? End Think of, of June. Big Stone. I don't End know why June. I said that. Yeah. Soby, you got to feel a little bit of pressure though with all those people watching. Yeah, no, I, 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 mean, I, I feel, I honestly do. I feel a ton of pressure. I've never fished this format. I've never done any of this. Um, like, like, you know, I've fished tournaments my whole life, but I've never fished you know every fish counts format and you guys have all done it so yeah. i'd just like to hear what was your first tournament like fishing that format oh, you'll be fine don't, don't choke you, don't you uh, tell me uh, that no it's, no i got my ass handed to me the first one and it it's spun a out. wild deal like it like i know there like there's been some stigma in like the industry for like the every fish count stuff but i actually had a blast doing it like it was crazy and it, it's kind of fun too because you feel like you you kind of get on like a momentum roll if you do start catching if you catch one or whatever you're like okay that, i mean they got away over a pound or whatever it is and um but you're like okay i got i got i got a pound you know or whatever and you start to like feel that momentum growth and i just remember being on the mississippi back in 2020 when i did it for the first time we were on pool four and five or yeah i think no i don't know maybe it was just pool four but Nonetheless, it was uh, crazy because I, I, like, ran way up into Red Wing. I was, like, fishing the dam and get up there. And the marshal's like, so do you want to know? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, don't don't start like that. You, you know? took I'm out like, a Wabasha? Yeah. Okay. We took so out a Wabasha. Long run so to I, Red Wing. I, or, yeah, no, we were up in uh, Lake City, Still, actually. Yeah, but nonetheless, like, you got to yeah. run half a pep in, and then you, like, run up, and it's, it's, like, all the way up to the dam. It's, like, a little bit of a trek. Not that bad, but it's. Like, I get up there, and, I mean, we're, like, 25 minutes in maybe to the tournament, and all of a sudden it's, like, John Figgy has 40 or 34 pounds or something. I'm, like, what? I haven't even casted yet. I was, like, I did this all wrong. But the second half I was able to kind of come back and get a check because I had a little sand drop deal. That was kind of cool. But, it, I mean, I had, like, smallmouth, like, literally cartwheeling over my spook. That's so sick. <laughs> but, just, just the mental side of it, though, like, like you just said, before you even made a cast, like, Somebody has substantial weight up there. And they got to tell you. Yeah. Like, that's the thing you know. You know how people are doing during it. You know how bad you suck. You just got to, like, learn how to just, I don't know. It's so hard to keep that out of your head. Five fish formats like baseball and, like, champions tours like hockey. It's a little more fast-paced. Like, feeling. Like, the internal feeling. And then the flow and the hockey is a very momentum, like, base sport. And I think baseball is, too, but more of, like, a... It's wild to know you won before you got in. That is, 
that would be the best running or, or, back. You know, is whatever, it, whatever, is it final? At. I've never fished them, so it, I, like, is it like it's basically final? I think they do like some final confirmations of things. It's kind of like it's kind of like you win bingo, but like they yeah. gotta confirm your card. But like if it's <laughs> if it's down to like ounces, though, it could like they yeah, could, it, it could get be hairy like and, oh my shit didn't right upload or it didn't right. Well, there's you know there's been that Wi-Fi. for sure. Yeah, there's that been totally like, yeah. drama about that stuff, and yeah. I think the the people running it do a really good job, and I think Newman's about as good a tournament director as it gets. He's pretty cut and yeah, dry. Yeah, he's solid, yeah. Yeah, he just is what it is. So they do, I think they do a really good job. But it's, it's a, like, yeah, it's a good, it's good, good event. You don't feel like you have time to like try shit. Like in a five fish derby, you feel like you can kind of like, oh, we can go bang this for fucking half hour, you know? That's the scariest part. It's like you have that feeling in your in your brain that you can't go try stuff, but you at can't. the same time you have to go make adjustments. Bingo. Like those dudes that like Noah and all those dudes that crush it, like they're making adjustments. They're they're running new water. They're doing all that. I, I watched the videos and I've listened to all the podcasts. Like and that's gonna be the scariest thing because like you guys know, like beginning of a derb, like I feel like that first half hour, I'm like I'm like not I'm like not fishing right at the beginning of the half hour because you're just like oh, you're shaking. Yeah, like, you're, just, shaking. you're fired yeah, up. Just, you're you're yeah. fired up, and I'm scared that that same fire up is gonna <laughs> is gonna like carry through. Or do you do you feel like you settle down after like the first hour if you're catching? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's all forced almost. Like you almost feel like you're just having to make Depends the right the call tournament. all the time. Every cast counts so hard that you're like, I mean, not that it doesn't usually, but yeah, you're it's it's super pressuresome, but it kind of makes it a fun different aspect. Than what we're, you know you'd be used to in like a five fish tournament. I'm shaking for way sure. harder for Champs Tour. Like go, I because you get to your spot and you can't cast till seven. Yeah, you're literally <laughs> so you get to your spot at like six fifty or six fifty three, and you hard. have to look at your spot for fucking seven minutes and, and then, just and then think the about thoughts come in. The thoughts, come yeah. In. Did I choose X or did I choose Y? Well, if you're shallow, at least like you don't look at your graph and like look at active target that gold tournament it was like seven oh. minutes of watching kidney beans on my starting spot oh. and i couldn't even cast like the first cast i was shaking <laughs> it was like i was watching kidney beans are like swimming around on the freaking juice right on the sweet spot and i was a bad boat draw so i couldn't believe i got it a and b there's a school sitting on your starting spot and it's the champions tour and you just got your butt kicked for like a bunch of them and you're like, this is the one, and you had seven minutes. So we'll just watch it, and like, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. So I actually calmed down as the day went on with that. But other ones, it's the other way around. Yeah, yeah. You get more wound up the, as the day goes on. Like yeah. you're behind, and you're just trying well, to claw back. Well, it's crazy too because they got like those halves that you you have to like if you're on a roll. I mean, you got to stop that, and then you take a break. You go eat lunch, and you're sitting there like, what the heck. Like you, you know, s- you said in previous podcasts, you're like you never eat the lunch. No, and dude, I, I'm too anxious. Oh I'd yeah, like, I'd feel uh, like yeah. you're just not in the mindset to just like. And then you gotta go oh, fish I a whole other half of the lake after you just left something. If you if you know if that's the case or whatever, but it's it's a mind game. You got plan for that, but you don't know till the night before. So practice, you have to like cover your ground. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, you'll yeah. catch them on the whole lake, and I guess that's that's a really cool twist and turn that I feel like people don't completely know about the champions tour like it like an average fan per se mm-hmm, right they might just see like oh it's every fish format blah 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 blah. but they don't know that they split the lake and Good it's point. that's yeah that's like such an element that you like it is it is but there's guys who have like champions tour pretty well like it's 
it's different than five fish in the variance of people's finishes. Like for the top like 10 guys, there's 10 guys that fish the champions tour that take the top 10 or 15 every single consistent turn. juggernaut. What are they doing different? So it's, it's something that you can, I think, figure out because there's less, you know, you weigh your five biggest, you know, there's a little bit of your spot fired. Yeah. Or, three bites, two bites. Yep. I mean, you get two big bites in a five fish, you know, be the derb. bingo. So, um, I think champions tour, it's not that you need 20 good bites. You gotta go get bit. You need yeah. 50. Good, yeah. It's, it's literally. So the guys who can figure out like there's guys who just get bit more. Yeah. And For you sure. look at the MLF deal. It's the same way. Jacob Wheeler does like the guys who are excelling at MLF continuously excel at mlf like it's it is weird it's kind of like it's a weird strategic that way. way that they they've got something figured out where they're like you can average it fits better. their style your average or can be yeah. your average finish can be better once you figure it out and i feel like i'm just starting to figure it out we'll see what's your know. what's your stance on all this jp because working at intune you've seen brian and shield and you've you've heard all the doc talk post-tournament pre-tournament and you understand the format you understand what's going on so like what's your thoughts on i could have won if i was you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a quarter for every time yeah talking bankston or me no everyone <laughs> yeah not everyone. every everyone walking through the doors no um oh yeah 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 i, I think it's really interesting i really do um i i'm excited for when like filming comes into play like when it's like a live event where people are watching like the top five guys like i mean i scott's gonna eventually get to that i'm sure but uh i think it's a cool a cool event and obviously it's top payout in minnesota right now yeah yeah and it, 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 yeah, it, is. it, it brings is, the, it? the top guys in minnesota for sure so i'm i'm, I'm definitely it's on my uh to-do list for sure eventually I'm just getting into it. That's so. awesome. Heck so, yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. Did you see Sobe shit talking Noah Schultz? Um, <laughs> what was that on the website? Like on your angler profile? Yeah, or something? on my angler pro. Like, yeah. Well, like, it's just. That's what? a rapper. That's like a hip hop rapper move. Like, call You're up the tallest. You're starting already, dude. Yeah, that's a push a T album move. Oh, I'm like, I'm like friends Drake with the these guys. In the game. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> so, like, Glenn Walker is the tournament director. I've known Glenn for years. For, like, for Classic Bass, he is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Shout out Glenn Walker. Yeah. Is, yeah. It, is, is that his official. That's his, that's his real name. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, he like, he like sends, like, I don't know, like whenever like people know. that I know really well will like send me formal things, I just feel like, <laughs> I just can't even, like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, Sam Glenn here, wondering if you can fill out your angler profile. We need your date of birth, your hometown, a little sum about you. You're like, yeah, for sure, dude. And I'm like, and I just instantly are like, on my, I'm on my phone. I'm like, okay, well, well, tell Noah Schultz there's a new sheriff in town, and his name is Sam Sobe. And then, like, and I, and I, oh, I don't God. know. That was it, like right off the cuff, and then I, I went into like actual detail, being like, no, no, I'm, I'm not honestly really excited to learn and stuff like that. But I do want to bring, I, there is like you know from being a champions tour, like there's good camaraderie around like high level fishermen within this state and just this state and the Midwest alone. Like w we know each other, so it's like there's there's not bad blood, or maybe there is some, but like there's a, a mutual respect level. But I want to. 
everybody wants to take each other out. They're all assassins on the water. You I'm waiting I mean? for Noah's diss track. I like, know. Like I, I drop lo- a diss track. I love Noah and and his wife and his family, but I, I wanna I wanna put the heat on him. Like I really do. Yeah. Fishing's like I wanna like the only sport you can lie to your best friend, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> If I had a Twitter, really? I would tweet that yeah. right now. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you guys are cold. cold My best friend lies to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it's that kind of cutthroat. It's weird. It is weird. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just stretching the truth. Yeah. But that's part of the game, too. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, I feel like, and then, like, you all know, you've talked about it on the podcast many times, like, how much that the mental aspect is of it. Like, if you can get in some dudes' heads. Okay. <laughs> Like, you oh, know what totally. they say yeah. keep your friends close and your enemies closer totally. why do you think you're here yeah. <laughs> well, welcome yeah. I, I feel like i feel like i'd take this from willard straight up Will, oh dude he is the slyest son of a gun ever dude he is yeah. sly and he is don't trust you a willard no not uh-huh. that he just he'll he honey pot you he, oh you talk about you better fish and get some longer than me dude he he's Gosh dang it, I don't even know what to believe that comes out of his mouth ever. Oh shit. Like I don't care if we're just chilling normal. I'm like yeah. you know, I'm just kinda not sure. <laughs> oh, you think he's like he's like no, he's making got... you sniff a different path? Yeah, making totally. You sniff I'm a like, different I'm blood like, trail? I don't want to talk, you talk. he could just switch it up like it could be a really, really wicked bite and he's like the first dude to come and be like, I haven't caught have literally not caught a bass. Haven't mm-hmm. caught a bass. I, he I, got like I, four or five pounders that day. Yeah, <laughs> then 100%. He could, and then he could also come in and look Chad dead in the face and be like, "Dude, I'm honestly smashing him. Like, this is stupid. Like, I don't think I'll be able to get five pounders, but four and a halfs are like, if I could up, if I could figure out how to upgrade from four and a halfs." Yeah, and then he didn't catch anything that day. Yeah. I mean, okay, so this is all like great. This Will. is all like grain of salt stuff, but like yeah. more so, it's just like that's how I like we get along, yeah. and it's so fun. It's, but it's, it's fun. It's it's, awesome. com- it's just like. Oh man, wait! I don't know if I can actually believe you right now. Best poker. <laughs> so I Best don't know. Poker face. I don't know. Andy Walls is like probably oh, the best poker face. I've. I'm like. <laughs> I don't know whether you're fucking with me or being honest with me right now. Yeah. And he's such a nice dude too. Oh, he's so a great dude. I love Andy. Like, like I love him, yeah. but he's just. And he'll be like, "No, I'm dead ass." And he probably, and he might be, and he might be. But you, but, but you but like, you really? Like, are you? Know. But I'm like, you're like, really? <laughs> you're really throwing that, dude? Really? Yeah. And that's just like the gamesmanship of the sport. So, I- <laughs> but that's what makes it fun, you know. Yeah. It's like you gotta have that too, because I mean, that's what keeps everyone competitive for sure. So for sure, can't give them all your secrets. Yeah, no, you this is part of the snack. game. You don't have to give them the whole kitchen. Exactly. Mm-mm. So before this year. You were fishing the opens. Yeah. And what was the biggest right. like determining factor that made you go, I want to fish local, I want to fish champions tour? This is I feel like this is your, you know, reassurance back into Minnesota, back into local fishing. Not that you're fishing like local derbs, you're fishing big time Midwest derbs, but like why champions tour? Why this year? Why now? Uh I mean, I like honestly it's probably solely the competition. I mean, like I I've been through like I've been fishing the open since I mean, whether you're on account co-angler, boater, whatever, it. you know, like it. all of it. But it's, yep. I mean, this fishing. this year, if I were to enter the Opens, it'd be my decade year um, doing them. And Damn. So it's kind of wild, but, like, I, I'm 
you know, I got kind of in a financially hard spot just being straight up. And it was, um, one of those hard decisions. I think I let my ego get in the way that I didn't want to ever be that guy that like, you know, after doing it for that long, I didn't want to back out. But now like I got over that pretty quick, but, um, now I'm like able, you know, it's fun for this year, at least, uh, plan is to get back to them. But I, I had fished the champions tour in 2020 um when COVID hit and stuff some of the opens got all screwed up and um ended up hopping in those and i had a blast doing it and the competition's really good i feel like it made me a better angler and overall like i mean also like for sure the cash prizes like you know that speaks to something too but um i'm doing the team trail with connor graham and it's awesome kind dog and uh yeah so that'll be fun but it's just kind of like those are like why like, can't I've, you just go pro? God, <laughs> what the heck? Hey, I'm, I've been trying. I'm just, oh, <laughs> I'm just fields are stacked. I, I feel like, like it. for any series around. I like here. it. I'm, I'm curious stacked. if your yeah, co- I'm curious of your co-angler days and how how that all was. Yeah, me yeah. too. That's on what the I was open. Say. Like, Chad made cash money as a co. <laughs> so that's I awesome. bet, dude. Dude, uh, you, I wrote. I mean, Intune, you, you want a big sir? Chad won a boat. Oh, yeah. Like Chad won a boat out the back of some pro ass's boat. Yeah, like, shout out Teal. He won a boat out of someone else's boat, dude. <laughs> he won a boat out of someone else's boat. Like, <laughs> Imagine just being a that pro. That is way more gangster than like <laughs> winning out of your own Looking boat. At your like, goal, like in the waves. I, like, I want out of this guy's boat. I want a boat out of that guy's boat. <laughs> Thank you for your time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it, dude, I don't know. The calling the thing, it was like a real big learning curve for me. So like I had never you know, I, I never had any track record local. I mean, I was, I was in like middle school, high school when I really became aware of like the tournament scene and I was fishing with some local guys around, uh, Dusty Mon and Cody Drazel. They, uh, I didn't know it at the time, but it turns out they're pretty stout juggernauts on like uh, my talk back in the day, at least. And still, still are, to, dude. Yeah, yeah. Still to That's this like, day. Right. So my eyes lit up those are dangerous yeah things when and we're so, talking the metro dude. assassins mass assassins so like um i just got to know them actually through my sister more so they're all like the same age and it was pretty it was pretty <laughs> fun no, I, yeah. no that's how i met but, you too yeah, yeah. <laughs> Easy boys. but so You're like so i got tied in Easy killer. <laughs> hey where's the ice at yo we got more ice you need more oh yeah let's do that again Con- continue yeah, though no, please good continue. yeah Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah, but anyway, no, it, um, so I, I got to, right. you know, grow up fishing with them and whatnot, and it was pretty fun. But I got to like meet like Seth and Figgy through them and like some of those guys. And uh, I was working at Gander Mountain at the time in high school. And I was, uh, Kyle Wood actually worked at the same Eden Prairie Gander Mountain. He was in college, I was in high school. And so. I mean, he went out, obviously, he's a little older than I am, and we, um, uh, Kyle called me one day, and it was the week of my high school graduation, and he was like, hey, man, like, you know, Figgy's looking for a co-angler link for a Bassmaster Open. Like, I didn't even really know that much about him, but he was like, thank you. Uh, and he, like... sorry (laughs) multitasking but uh he so he linked me out with figgy i ended up on the phone with figgy that night and he's like hey yeah i don't know i'm like i'm totally interested whatever like what are the details of everything like when we leave when would we leave um 
he's like, I don't know, I'm thinking about leaving like Wednesday and this is Sunday night. And so I'm like, I'm like, dude, I graduate high school on Friday. Chance like realigning his reels in the yeah, garage. Dude, that night. I was like, actually leaving Parker Knutson's house on Bryant Lake. And we were like, I was leaving that night. It's like 1030 at night or whatever. And I'm, I just hop on this call with Figgy and I'm just like, oh my gosh. I'm like, hang on. Like, let me call my parents quick. Like, I don't really know what's going on with all this, you know? And so I like explained the situation. They obviously knew I was into fishing and, and my dad's like, you don't have to walk at graduation. I'm like, what? Wait. Yeah, and so I'm like, okay. And so I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, sweet. So like, he's like, I would go do it. And I'm like, say less. I like hung up the phone, called Figgy. I'm like, I'm in. I just got to talk to my counselor tomorrow and tell her that I'm not walking. That's dope. And so I go into my counselor the next day at school. I'm like skipping my first hour. Like, I don't care anymore. I'm checked out, right? And... So I go in there. I'm like trying to explain this situation to her. She goes, yeah, I kind of know like a local like pro fisherman guy. Uh, his name's John Figgy. I'm like, that's who I'm going with. And they're like, she's like, no way. Go have fun. Like, that's the coolest thing ever. Like, how John do you know? <laughs> yeah, I, sure I, I, I don't know. It down. I know. But it's so funny. And so I'm like, that's crazy. And so, <laughs> yeah. But it, it was great. I don't know. I just can't even believe it. And so, like, I hit the route with Figgy and Seth, and we. I mean, I would, my mom dropped me off at Figgy's place in Bloomington, and it's unreal. You know, That's Seth and unreal. Seth and Figgy roll out with their boats. I hop in Figgy's truck, and we hit. We headed to the James River, and that was my first co-angler open. Sucked it up, but it was pretty cool. That's pretty cool, dude. Shout out to Mr. Smith. That's a dad move. Yeah. Letting your son. Like, hey, absolutely. Yeah. Dude, you I don't have to. Like, you know, like, you don't have to be there to graduate, right? You're like. Oh, yeah, thanks, I, know. I was dad. like, seriously. No, it's been cool. Like, I've had, I've, I've been very fortunate with, like, parents who have supported me, like, in the, like, mentality aspect of, For sure. you know, following what I want to do. That's what's up, dude. So, it's been cool. I've been very, very fortunate with That's that. That's cool. Like, seriously. Like, that's a supportive dad move, like, yeah. in a big way. Yeah. And you had quite a bit of success on the co-angler side. And, you know, this is throw your humble pie, you know, towards the garage door and let her buck, bud. Like, you, you, yeah. like what I think's cool about what you've learned and what you've experienced that I haven't, that Sam hasn't, maybe like minus the Thailand, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, JP hasn't. Like, you fished lakes everywhere in the country with a different anglers who think differently and approach all of those lakes differently like i just want to like hop inside your brain i want to elon musk Neuralink <laughs> right into that shit and now, it's right not now like, dude it's not like chad you've just fished derbies on a wide variety of southern bodies of water you've got to practice with some very very prevalent names in the fishing industry all across the country so it's like sure. so the tournaments honestly i feel like that's just cherry on top for you but what you've learned probably practicing with those guys is is the the learning priceless. comes in the practice way more than the actual tournament days i agree with for that. sure because i mean i've had a lot of time in the boat with josh um Josh Douglas, and then, uh, you know, Seth Fighter and John Figgy, um, all around. That's and a good lineup right there. Yeah, it's, it's pretty <laughs> sick. Yeah, good guys to practice with. No, I mean, dude, Who I'm are your friends? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. <laughs> but it, no offense, Mom, but you haven't exactly side-scanned Kentucky Lake. Same book club, no more. <laughs> but no, it's, I mean, dude, it, it, like, it's still 
to me is just the coolest thing ever and like i yeah i wish i could do more of that still to this day because i learned so much from those guys and more so just like seeing the thought process of how they break things down i think that was like the biggest learning curve i, I think naturally i've spent the most time with josh so i've developed a lot of his style with how he are you ready to reel in your next home purchase or refinance supreme lending's dream team can help guide you through the entire mortgage process from pre-qualification to closing they have a wide variety of home loan programs in their tackle box including down payment assistance and first-time home buyer options just ask me I trusted Aaron Dagus, a bass fisherman just like you and me, and Supreme Lending's Dream Team to help finance my first home. Contact Aaron Dagus and the Dream Team today by scanning the QR code or giving them a call at 763-326-0677. That's 763-326-0677. Did I catch a seven in there? Or visit their website, aarondagas.suprememlending.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-D-A-E-G-E-S dot suprememlending.com. This episode is brought to you by Just North of Memphis Barbecue. This is world champion barbecue. If you smoke meat and you don't like good barbecue, I do not know what to tell you right now besides you need to try some of this stuff. They've got their rub. They've got their sauces right on their website. They've got their famous dry rub award-winning seasoning that you can put on ribs, brisket, pulled pork, chicken, wings, anything you like to put on the smoker, on the oven, on the grill, any meat you like to cook. You need some of this dry rub seasoning in your life. But don't forget the sauce because that's award-winning world champion sauce here. No matter what flavor you like, they've got three different sauces and they are all good. You can drink them straight out the bottle. We've got Sweet Christie's for all you sweet loving barbecue folk. We've got Christie's Mischief for all you spicy bass anglers out there. And then we've got Christie's Gold and they'll sell all three of them in a combo but you need to go to their website right now it's jnomemphis.com that's jnomemphis.com dry rub sauce barbecue let's go he thinks about things and um it's it's fun when we've been at like an open lately we kind of both are able to like you know bounce ideas off each other and stuff like that and i feel like we've learned to trust each other to a degree too um that it's been fun but i I mean dude the co-angler like the success i had was so far after like the nitty-gritty that people like haven't seen and i mean it took me until like my seventh open until i even cashed my first check and i remember driving to lake erie with josh and I, i i was like freshly dropped out of school that year and stuff like that and i was like I was like, gosh, dang it. Did I make the right choice like here? Cause I, I'm, I mean, I didn't have any money. I still don't, but like, <laughs> I, I just, I was so green into the scene that I didn't have any idea what I was getting myself into. And I was like sitting there having heart to heart talks with Josh driving, you know, all across the country. And, you know, like, dude, I was, I was a pre-med student. I was like, you know, doing all this. And like, that was like my plan there. And, and, and he's like, dude, it, 
I don't know what to tell you there, you know, really, but it, it was just like, I was, I was regretting some of that decision cause it was a really hard go. Sure. And, um, I got that first check at Lake Erie and it gave me enough to finish the year, finish what I started. I went to table rock then I was actually bouncing, bouncing back and forth with figgy and Josh and, uh, you know, missed a check at table rock, but I went home just tail between my legs. Just like, I don't know what's going on right now. And I don't know if I made the right choice and kind of through talking to Josh, he was going to fish the opens again next year or the next year. And I ended up, you know, he ended up talking me into doing it one more time. And I fished just the Northern opens that year. And, uh, he, so we went, I got, I got a check at Lake Oneida and then missed a check at the James river for like the third time. It kind of sucked. <laughs> that place just had my name. And, um, then we went to Lake Champlain and I finished fourth, got my first top 10. And that's when things started really rolling. I kind of went on like a, a streak, I guess, from that point and ended up like, like the next year. Cause that was the last event of the season. The next year I got like, I don't know. I think it was like 10th at the Harris chain missed at Lake Chickamauga. I got, um, second at the James river, got it back. And then nice. redemption. Yeah. <laughs> and then, gotcha. uh, I know we went to Lake Oneida. Josh and I both finished ninth, which was kind of cool because we practiced together. You always kind of joke, like, let's go both win, you know? And we both finished ninth. We both got a top 10 there. And then uh, I finished fifth at Douglas Lake. So I won Co-Angler of the Year in the Northern Opens. And then after that point, I, I like had like five top 10s and seven consecutive Opens. And then went on the following year. I, I ended up building some relationships through that season that, kind of had like some sponsor dollars coming in it was pretty fun and the next year i fished the flw tour with josh the last year they had the co-anglers and one division of the opens when they first went to eastern and central and uh like got a top 10 at Kissimmee. i finished like sixth and then i won like norman the boat and then uh like i got Triton. a few top tens and checks in the FLW tier and like another top 10. Don't, opens and just don't kinda... skip over like, yeah, I won Lake Norman. It was the boat. Like, <laughs> uh, give me, give me uh, like, he won out a boat out of another guy's boat. Give me a few more adjectives that go. You want to know with... my driving factor actually for winning that boat? Like a hundred percent. I was so mad because Joel Willard won on Smith Lake in the FLW tier that year as a co-angler. And I was like, I mean, he, Joel's a good friend. So I was like, you know, stoked for him. But like, there's that jealousy that you're just like, like hit list. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, okay, next one, he won on Lake Cumberland, won back-to-back -back FLW tour events right. as yeah. a co-angler. Yeah. I was just heatedly happy for him. <laughs> you know, like I was so mad. And so I go to Lake Norman. That was the next event. And I'm, I'm so like, proud of you. I hate you. And I literally like, I, I like told Josh, I'm like, I'm going to win this one. Like, I'm going to win this one. I don't know what, like why or how I feel that. But like, I'm so mad right now. Like It was crazy. And Josh, uh, I think he got a check or he was like really close to that tournament, but he left and he went to Kentucky Lake because we had an FLW tour event the next, the next week. And so I, I like wake up in my truck alone at the campsite, like usually breeze cooking us food and everything. Ooh. Like we got it made, dude. Okay. It's so nice. That but, sounds nice. Um, so I'm like all alone. I'm just like free rolling. I'm like driving to the boat ramp. It's dark. And I look at my passenger seat and I go like, I'm taking that trophy to Kentucky Lake. Like I'm gonna, I like said it out loud by myself in my truck, listening to some like rap. <laughs> 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 and I'm some like, rap music. yeah. 
Do you know, do you know which song? Young Dolph. I don't, man. Young but Dolph. yeah, it was probably Young Dolph for like. I mean, yeah, dude. I listen to some thug stuff. Hey. Young, young, young Jeezy. Yeah. All right, yes. Oh yeah. Put on. Totally. For the but, dead homies. Dude, it's crazy. And then, like, I ended up winning, and you won that tournament. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It was wow. the weirdest thing. I just had never felt like that in my entire life. I was that confident that I like, I, like in my head, like wasn't you know I wasn't boasting about it in any which way but it was like i felt like i i really felt like i had that one it was weird before it even started that's wild. yeah that's Sweet. like some like in in like that's minus, some desert indian that's voodoo, some voodoo shit. Shit. minus like some pre-fishing gypsy. minus whatever it was just like a mentality aspect because i knew once i got out on the water like anything i was doing with josh could be a whole different game when i hop out there seen beer fest he manifested what? it or... seen beer fest you no. guys seen the movie beer fest yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah you know when he gets like the eye of the jew yeah. And they put him at the, oh. they put him immediately at the end of the line for yeah. the boot. You're like, like, it is weird. You had it. It was really weird, but like my first bass of the tournament too was like a four pound largemouth, which was like super crucial there. Huge. And I was like, I got like, I'm like, I got this. I know I got this. Do you That's do you speak insane. and pray to the bass gods and the bass galaxy? Yeah, dude, they're out there. How, how do you there like sure. to get the vibe? Like, okay, I I'll go there. Like oh, energy, yeah. right? Oh, positive 100%. energy, oh, mentality. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like, give me the opportunities. Let me leave it all out there. Well, like that. So you're talking like that feeling, like that aura, like yeah, like yeah, like Just someone's watching it. over even, me, even, like even almost like, like you're speaking it out loud. This is yeah, it, dude. Yeah. There, there's something to it. There's something to oh, it. For I sure. swear. Here's one thing I've always noticed about Chad is like even even on his Instagram posts or like how he projects himself online or whether it be different podcasts, like he's or always, his OnlyFans page. Yeah. yeah. He's always said like Coda Pro back when you were doing that. Oh, and yeah. you were you were so evident about oh, it. Yeah. You were convicted yeah, about dude. it. I, dude. You wrote about it and he was like Coda Pro. And and dude, like it just seems like I it just it just seems like that there's no doubt. Like there's no doubt. You've convinced me. You've oh, convinced anyone else. You, and I know you've convinced yourself it's gonna happen. It's trademark. Coda, Coda Pro. Pro. Like yeah. like that when you were cool. saying that it was I so remember cool. That back like in your I that. your early posts, yeah. early posts back when yeah. Instagram it was yeah. a brand. Yeah. He made it a brand. Yeah. He made yeah. it his own you, thing. You've been saying that, was, that since my, day like, one movement and yeah. that I tried to make. And actually it's pretty funny that you brought that up because Josh and I actually like Josh and I I gotta give him some credit because we both like kind of made that idea like a reality and i started doing it like it was kind of one of those things like we talked about it, and i'm like okay next post like code of pro yeah like code of pro everything yeah. all of it code sure. of pro's life now and, like, and that's it. for all of you who don't know who are listening josh douglas he's a extremely mediocre cribbage player but he also fishes on the Bassmaster elite series <laughs> for sure and he's kind of chad pop, pop, pop. smith's <laughs> sensei chad yeah, smith calls players. him sensei he's the obi-wan kenobi to chad smith. and what i want to know he's is sensei for sure i want to know how you got connected with josh and how you guys kind of formed your bond because you guys have an incredible bond he Mentors. just happened he Mentors. just happened to be on the last podcast well, too yeah. i think yeah. it's interesting to see like somebody who has a mentor like for somebody who doesn't Shalom. Shalom. (laughs) So, like mentors, like I, I don't think a lot of people when people say get a mentor, I don't think a lot of people understand what that entails or like or or take or take that serious because I've had people tell me too in the past like, dude, you need to get a mentor, get a mentor, and I've heard that from multiple people, and it's like, dude, those words hold weight. And yeah, and and people or know done... or know what to do with that opportunity when they yeah. get it, the or cool, how to handle it right. The cool thing was like I've I've I had like mutually known Josh, uh, you know, growing up, 
around the Lake Minnetonka area. I mean, he lived actually like two blocks from my mom's apartment at the time. And so like, I'd end up over there and just kind of, or whatever. And I mean, when we first started traveling together, he'd just come pick me up at my mom's apartment. We'd hit the road for months. And, um, we, the cool thing about like Josh's and I's relationship is I think we're, we just got along pretty well. And then it like, you know, I'd seek advice from him or I'd just listen and, and I'd act on the things he told me, which I think opened him up more to like being like, he's actually listening to me. Sure. And a lot, like, I mean, really all of it's worked out. He's never stood me wrong in any which way. So it's, it's just been one of those things. Like we've built that trust in each other and it's, I don't know. It's been, I don't even really know how to describe it. It just kind of all happened. And we spent so much time together. I think it just kind of naturally happened too, but um he's he's been sensei for sure i mean he's done so much for me i probably could never why did you open your career on the opens as a co-angler through figgy when you had this relationship with josh or did you know josh after the work after the fact so like i I, figgy like kind of was like my initial in with everything um and that sounds almost like weird but it more so like like that's kind of how it started and then i was with seth and figgy and Josh was around a lot. I mean, they were all friends. And it, like, Figgy didn't continue fishing the Opens one year. And so he was like, hey, like, dude, I don't know if I can do it again. I know you're planning on it, but, um, like, how would you feel about, you know, linking up with Josh? And I'm like, actually, I'd, yeah, that sounds good. And so that's kind of where that started. But Gotcha. That's really cool. I didn't. Yeah. How many How many years of co angling did you do? Five. Split it, and then you started went right right to. Twenty nineteen was my first year as a boater. Um, I had a guy that gave me the opportunity, got me a boat, and uh, that was like a big hurdle for me at the time. But I, uh, yeah, he got me into a boat, and he allowed me to fish the opens. He helped out with some financially and stuff like that. I, you know, it was it was a pretty cool deal. That's pretty cool. <laughs> What's the coolest trick you've learned from Josh Douglas? Like, what's a, like, fishing with Josh Douglas, like, what's the coolest, like, little sneaky trick he maybe taught you that was kind of something that maybe helped you, uh, you know, on the co-angler side, whatever? Um, I mean, from the get-go, Josh had, like, instilled in me, he's like, there's fish everywhere, dude. Don't ever feel like you, you have an excuse with who you're in the boat with. That's, that's amazing that's advice. That's really good. It's yeah. amazing advice. He taught me there's fish everywhere, and I took that to heart, and I, I like, started to really think like that. That's a great and, quote. Like, I, I was like, that's, that's it. You're right, and I never had an excuse for it. I always was, like, confident every single cast. I'm like, and, and I, throughout, like, that vibe, I had, had, like, these random bites that you never would have thought that you're like, just cast out here. Sensei's right. <laughs> you know, you're like, you're like, you are sensei. <laughs> but I, I feel like just potentially because of that advice, like I feel like you rose to the occasion. Like you would tell me stories. Like there'd be dudes fishing docks, and you'd do something different. Like maybe you tied on a drop shot, and you're flipping drop shot at docks, and you're getting backseated to the moon, and you'd throw at that dock, and you'd open your bail. And you would you would close it. Lake and, Norman was like my peak performance for that. So like all the guys, it was like post spawn, like fry garter stuff, and a lot of the guys were targeting largemouth that were sitting at the walkways of these docks. And so the the docks they were all like most of them were like big wooded post docks, and 
or wood posted, whatever. And oh, yeah, sure. They so like the ends of the docks were anywhere from like I don't know six to fifteen feet, and so I, I put on like a half ounce drop shot weight, and these pros would just burn around these docks and just fish the walkways and like I don't I don't like the term backboating, but like backboat me. Yeah. And so like, but then not give I also you a didn't chance. Like, yeah, but I didn't yeah. I didn't want to target what they were anyway. Like that's another thing Josh taught me. He's like always give the pro credit that they're gonna catch what's in front of them. And so I was like okay. Like strategically looking at it, I had to look at like what can I do just polar opposite or like not that they're targeting, being respectful, number one, number two, also just like just you know, doing something different and there's fish everywhere. So I these pros would like make their cast, they'd like power pull down or like lock on and like, you know, really fish it hard. And I'd be on the outsides, the back of the boats, just pitching to every single dock post. And then as they'd burn around, I had that heavy weight. So I'd switch rods because it, it depended on like the situation. But as we started moving, I'd grab another rod that had a heavier weight and I'd I'd pitch and I'd like the weight would just fire down. I'd shake it a couple times. I'd reel up, pitch to another one and like shake it, you know, and just like do whatever. And I caught like most of my fish that way. And then like we'd veer off and cut across a creek that we were in like the back of and we'd be like way over and like I'd use the momentum of like the back boat swinging. I'd like run almost on the back deck stretch and like bomb a cast and like got super accurate with like hitting these dock posts, letting my bail run out just so it'd be on the bottom and I'd pick up and then there was this pressure and I'd be like, and I caught a bass like over a football field lengths away Damn. that day. Long like line. You just got to get creative. Crazy. Yeah. You just got to yep. like, outside like, the box. The opportunities are always there. It's just like, you don't know when they're coming. Yeah. So that's pretty, it was crazy. Huh. But it was just like, I was just, I mean, felt like a dang athlete. It was, yeah. You yeah. know, like well, you're you really are one. working. And truly for fishing it. what's in front of you, fishing what's given. And I feel like there's so much, if you run, if you run a boat or if you're in the front of the boat, you're always trying to put yourself in the best position. And when things aren't going your way, like you, your head spins this way, your head spins that way. You want to do this, you want to do that. And sometimes like settling back down to just, you, going with your gut and fishing what's in front of you. And as a co-angler, you're forced to do that. Right. And yeah. I feel like you, you, you learn major stuff doing that. You have dude. to learn quick on the fly too. Yeah. That's it's, it. it's the fishing, the moment. Like I, I talked to Brandon Polnick and I know something he's working on himself is, uh, that like sixth sense of just like making decisions subconsciously, just out of instinct. Yeah. And that stuck with me a lot. Like I, I just learned that like, I don't know, a year ago. And I'm like, that's a really interesting point, but he's got something to that. You know, mm -hmm. like when you're, it's just like anything, the more you're doing something, the more you come and flow with it. And you're just kind of yeah. like, it's all about decisions. It is. Well, it's like and pro athletes with muscle memory. Yeah. Like, same kind it, of concept. It's the same thing with fishing with a gut, but, but also, well, I guess pro athletes have to make those mental yeah, quick decisions too. For but, sure. Yeah, dude, that's cool. It's just interesting. I like that. Like, like, yeah, I know. Right. It's yeah. like. I'm, I've, I've become over the years like a really big mentality guy. It's, it's everything. Weird, but it, it yeah. is. What else is there? Yeah. If believe you can, you're halfway there, right? Yeah. yeah. That's just if you don't believe you can, don't like don't even keep the boat on the trailer, bud. For sure. Like, yeah. or, or keep the rods in the where in the truck, bud. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, but that next level, right? Yeah. Everyone who's fishing the Bassmaster opens believes they can. Yeah, but that to. next level, yeah. yeah. What is that? They know they can. What is that next level? How how do you hone in on that 
sixth sense. Do you meditate to Buddha? Do you um, do you do breathing exercises? Do you do cold therapy and jump in an ice bath every morning? Like morning you know, yoga. there's all this stuff coming out. Like, yeah. do you uh, do you do hemp gummies? You know, no, I, all day. You know, it's interesting like, though. Yeah, right. Like, it, <laughs> what what's I, your thing, dude? Dude, skateboarding taught me a lot into the fishing mentality. Yeah, Shredding, dude. Yeah, dude. No, like seriously, Shredding, I really. Shredding, bro. Totally, bro. bro. <laughs> but no, like, I relate skateboarding and fishing all the time because it's just like total How? failure. Like, dude, think about think about like, trying think a about trick. That. Think about a trick oh. that you're trying that you want to learn that you I are trying to get to that land, trick down. And you are if you don't have a broken fucking leg. Shit. <laughs> I bet con- I bet confidence is a huge thing there. And just just like but your you mental gotta, attitude. You and you have to, to believe start, that you can land it. Like skateboarders yeah. break too many legs before they go I, pro. That's the problem. It's yeah. like skateboarding, you'll break shit. When you're trying to go pro. Themselves. When you first oh, dude, it, you're crazy. I, I you're like, understand. oh, break my spine. Every freaking trick you try, dude. Losing a tournament ain't that bad after you just broke your wrist on a kickflip back. Lip. <laughs> bro i all eat once i all eat once it makes sense though like I, when you first said it i was like how <laughs> like, but then i'm like no no it does no but no it, that, it's that like that you does. create like that, that just like you get up the no mental pain, and the mental trying. aspect you just keep sure. trying like you don't really give up until you land that trick same thing is is with like figure out that aspect. lake i just don't you think there's the physical pain oh 100 percent, probably not like it's just no, mental. yeah it is but it's like same kind of thing you got to be there yeah yeah, sticking Damn. to it though. Like, yeah, like yeah. Used to skateboard, right, JP? Nah, I was a longboarder. Bro. Longboard. Oh, what's bad. okay? So talk to me. Is there gripe between like authentic skateboarders oh, yeah. versus longboarders? Oh yeah. But oh, yeah. you also say we like, you should have been ready. born in Cali. Wasn't Cali like the birthplace? I lived of in the Cali. Longboard and long. I lived in Cali. Culture Did lifestyle. You? Yeah. Where? Uh, San Diego. Oh, San, San Diego. Oh yeah. Diago. San Diego. Diago. Oh. just for a year no, that's but, cool yeah. but yeah i don't know like the the skateboarding longboard things is different because like i mean you can't you can't kickflip a longboard uh you i take that back uh, you can my my oh, my freshman but, roommate at duluth was I, a pro longboarder and that dude did the freestyle okay. and the downhill no, that's, that's and fair. that dude can shred. hey hey in Duluth. yeah i yeah. i'd in duluth Duluth sector where, nine. What? Yeah, I, oh, what? I, hey, dude, That's I, fi- awesome. hey, no, no, pause. I, I was in those <laughs> events I, in Duluth. I was, I was in longboard gloves. Who yeah, has dude. a roommate that's a pro longboarder in Duluth? Like, does with dude, with the Aaron snow Tilden. and and literally two and a half guitar, months dude. of summer dude, and the Great Lakes effects? Dude, that's like saying like, oh, I'm a professional hockey player and I just think, live in in Mexico City, Mexico. If you, saw, you think that's crazy, <laughs> he got tattoos. Of bees on his knees. That's how you know it's real. Okay, I remember that. I remember this. No, he's the bee's knees. No. Uh, Oh my uh, gosh, I didn't really put that together. (laughs) Duluth is where longboarding is like the best place in Duluth. Scary as fuck. Those guys are crazy. What? Those hills? Me on a longboard? Picture Jut, you're. Yeah. Oh, I watched it. Yeah. Do you have sliding gloves? I hit. Oh, yeah. We used to make them because we were so poor. We would like yeah. super glue like, like dominoes yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, onto yeah. like these just yeah, straight dude. up like construction the like wood hucking. Yeah. yeah. Like it, gloves. Yep. That's the yeah. most hipster <laughs> shit incredible. I've ever seen. Like, yeah. yeah, I got yeah. sliding gloves. Got some dominoes. I, uh, super glued to my hand, bro. I just me that gorilla group glove. I actually yeah. did one event in on Duluth Griggs really? Beach. There's a longboarding event. Oh my god! I swear to God, that's awesome. You freaking. Longboarders, yeah, but it was like yeah. more tricks and crate, like weird shit. Yeah, like, 
I wouldn't say kick flipping, but no, I'm, I'm just more so giving credit. Throwing it up. Okay, yeah. so just What's just, the one where you ride on two wheels like for a long time? We uh, manual. <laughs> I thought it'd sound cooler than that when I like that. So but. say there's a beautiful woman that just walks in the room, and you know you both select her to be, you know, the one, yeah, the one, <laughs> the great white uh, buffalo. What, what is one thing you would say to her, to um, I guess like turn her against a long border versus a traditional, and then what is one thing that you would say <laughs> to her? Just just be like, no, 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 no. Does yeah. size matter? Oh okay, okay. That was what. Wow, that was quick. What Dang, you, that ooh. was good. I don't know how much I can deal it. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, he just said that. Now she walks up to you and says, "Hello, Chatfield." <laughs> Chadwick. Yeah. I can flip it around and shit. Oh man. I, uh... And you're like, it, it's about fishing. It's not. It's not about. It's not about size. It's how you wiggle the worm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, at least I don't got gloves on. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. We're back. That might be a good time. I gotta take a piss like a motherfucker. Dude, I do too. I do too. I do too. Piss break. Piss break. There's been renditions. Put them on blast. Yeah, we're gonna play the original. Clip it. Loop the beat. Yeah, we're just putting it up to the Loop the beat. I gotta find it. That's the one that you overlaid over your yeah. hog that you cut. Looked like down in Florida. Sam. Yeah, so, okay. Prelim to this. You're the so Jamie Foxx of bass fishing. I just want you to know that. <laughs> so Sobe Sam sent me a, Jamie Fox bass a Snapchat like, voice recording, and it was this freestyle, and I dropped a beat on it and uh, put it over <laughs> me catching a 10-pounder in Florida. You, you, could, you could dub the video in right here. Yeah, we can probably figure out how to do that. Cole. I gotta find it though. I got you. <laughs> but yeah, the beat makes it way harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No, yeah. That's funny. Want the street version. Want the street version. Uh, Metro booming. Loop the beat. Yo, yo, yo. Freestyle. Okay, yo. Here we go. Here we go. Two bass I pop, two my few pills pop out like two pennies. I'm Chad Smith in his mid twenties. A bass and man with two jigs and hands as he rolls around Florida like an island boy man. Yeah, he's bad for the bone and he beats bass. Yeah, he gets some hot jigs. Yeah, he slaps ass. He's got some beautiful hair, but I like his mouth more. Whoa. I wish I was down in Florida. I'd be his little whore. Whoa! Whoa! Cut! Oh, man. <laughs> Damn. There's, oh, I mean, that was hot. Like, like, do bad. Oh, Chad drops bars back like all the time, and it's they're incredible. <laughs> if you if you find yourself underground, like here's surface level of the earth. If you find yourself underground, you will find Chad Smith beats in there. Quick yeah. draw response, raw. Yeah, it's raw. <laughs> Turn the eight oh eights up. And oh, yeah. We go by our uh, our area code district. <laughs> I got you. 612. It's all about repping <laughs> your town, you know, just like bass fishing. For sure. So is, you, so is battle rap. So, you, like, you're from New Prague, so it's more like it's some German techno? Like, oh, that's 952, son. <laughs> German techno? Sit hook. Grab net. To check town, New Prague. I'm from New Prague. Sit hook. Oh, you think you know me? Man, you don't even know how to spell Kalash key. 
You're like the German techno in New Prague. New Prague. Yeah, it's Prague. New Prague. I don't like to talk to about my achievements or anything like that. New Prague. <laughs> As you. New Prague. New Prague. New Prague. New Prague. New Prague. New Prague. We cook schnitzel. <laughs> new Prague. No, New Prague is rich in culture. Um, for... With the Czech folk, Czechoslovakian folk. Oh, the Czechs are and, good people. And every year there's something called a Dozinki Days. Oh. I'm sure you've potentially been invited. I've Maybe heard about by it. Bart or whoever. It's uh. just, it's just. Uh, JP used to date a woman from the area, and he was yeah. just yeah. a Czech gal, really. <laughs> yeah. With the last Prague. name Rizak. Yep. Yeah, she was probably New a Czech Prague. gal, and is. It's really incredible. It's like. Dozinki Days is. It's sweet. Walk me through Dozinki. I actually met Bart there. Really? Yeah. Did you meet Bart before you he like, said, met I, Bart? It's a little yeah. on a stick? I had a, Vosel- I had a Voselka <laughs> hat on, on and he stuck me out of a crowd. He's like, who the fu- Who are you? And he's like, oh, I know you. I know you. And oh, my like, gosh. Seven foot tall Bart is standing yeah. downtown Main <laughs> Street. Of, what? Wait, what? What did you just say? He's a tall dude. No. Oh, no. Dude, six right? two? No, six you're three? just short, dude. Yeah, you're like, just short. No, I'm like six foot. Don't give him any credit. Okay. He is kind of tall, but. So Bart is standing downtown, Dozinki Days, and he just eyes you up from across. Yeah, I had a Voselka hat club. or shirt or something on, and he's like, and I was like, oh, man. What? And Did we just become best friends? New Prague? New Prague? New Prague? It is crazy there, you know. Yeah. It's... New Prague is... Das uh, Boot? Oh, yeah. Is it? Das is it? Boot? Brock? <laughs> Brock's from there, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, we went to high school together. Oh, I got wow. college well, buddies from New Prague. Back oh, yeah. from New Prague, we got a we got a handful of them down yeah. there. Jonesy, Jonesy's Jonesy, Jonesy, really? Jonesy, Jonesy's Malt Club. my boy. Shout out Jones Brent? Malt Service, Brent Jones. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's the, best the Brent Jones when he wears Jones. Dixon? No way. This is where's the where's the? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, where'd my koozie go? Shit, that's I, incredible, dude. We lost the Jones Malt Service it. koozie, but dude, uh, straight up best malter north of the Mason Dixon. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you right now, dude. That's Spot. crazy. I think Brent Jones. Where does he get his merchandise done? Right downtown Montgomery. That's that, that's a town over. That's incredible. I went to high school with Brent Jones. We went to college with him. Yeah, we went to college with Jonesy. Oh, yeah, we know Jonesy well, dude. I type like Jonesy. Jonesy helped me get the podcast started, like because no Jonesy had the Music Burrito, which is a podcast, and I, mean, I was like, dude, what did you like all use? And like, he helped me out, and you know, I'm I'm working on some mulch, but like in all honesty. <laughs> He uses the best mulching technique yeah. north of the Mason Dixon, and I'm not kidding you. And he's like, not even a sponsor of the show. This is... is second to none. Wow, it's the best mulching job I've ever seen. Like, you need to experience it for yourself. Call Jones Mulch Service today. And it's not a toss; it's more of a drizzle as he pours on the mulch. Absolutely, you should check Absolutely. out their social like media sprinkling account too. Sprinkles on a donut. Yeah, yeah. their social yeah. media account. <laughs> their social media account is pretty pretty funny too. Really? So, yeah. Really? That's yeah, cool. it, they, they they have fun with it. Let's just put it that way. A lot of people will do mulch, but nobody does mulch yeah. like Jones Mulch Service. Hey, Dad. <laughs> I know who I'm calling. If I really and way to open up our second half of the podcast. Welcome, Welcome to, to the galaxy. Half. Welcome to the second half Welcome of the, the galaxy. galaxy. Jonesy, like this is to you and New Prague. Happy mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. Happy mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you guys think zero gravity is kind of like elevation where like, probably feel the drinks a little more maybe yeah <laughs> space so. is just a lot of space <laughs> gravity is weird man space is just like gravity is big weird. wide open it area is. <laughs> like the fact that like 
<laughs> like sitting is difficult in the in like if outside of <laughs> earth you know yeah. like sitting is hard like right now sitting is easy to grab like so in bogus. space you have to like pull yourself into the chair like whoa what is time? you have to like try to sit it's interesting and i've never been there but i gotta imagine it's difficult but if you had the opportunity you, you yeah would, would you guys go to space it. Yeah. Like, dude, you, I don't like, know, man. Sure? I don't know if I would. I'd be terrified. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, wanna, like, I just want to get up on like orbit and just like. I'd, I'd love, like, if I did it, like, it'd be cool, like, for sure. Maybe, but I'd maybe. be so scared, dude. Of how I would get back, dude? How I think do those rockets there would be, like, land? The less worry. How do they I'd land? Be getting back. I'll I want to know how that rocket that goes. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it has to land still. Dude, like fireproof like, states aren't all I've that never fireproof. Seen land. Yeah, that doesn't seem real. <laughs> like, dude. Oh, get, and then it just hey, hovers hey, in hey, like yeah. a plane. Like, dude, why can't yeah. it take? Like, just let I Elon. Know. I don't know, man. Yeah. Just let Elon. Know. That's take some Hollywood bullshit, man. We didn't go on the moon. Elon's think, got us. <laughs> dude, like dude. Elon's like, yeah, I want to go to Mars. I don't really. I don't know. Unless hey. there's bass on Mars, dude, I, ain't I ain't going. going to Mars. If Elon was a bass bait, which bass bait would he be? Ooh. Chad the Bay. dice with hair. Oh yeah, dude, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But a Laztec, so it never breaks. <laughs> it's a, yeah, I don't know. I don't That's know. just my first like. I don't know. It's like y'all roll the dice, but it's always gonna land on six. Bingo! I wasted it. Oh man. So let's. Okay, I'd like to do this. I, I do this in my, my YouTube videos sometimes. I'd like to go around the table. And just because today felt like the first nice day of spring. Yep. And I feel like... It did. From, it from, did. From here did. on out, it's just like spring and summer. From here on out, feels like open water. Give me your hopes, fears, and dreams going into this year's open water season. I'd like to start with JP. My hopes. Fears was the last one. Yeah, hopes, fears, and dreams. Hopes, fears, dreams. Okay. Dude, why are you putting me on the spot? You you were the farthest to the right. Uh, my hopes are that I get to meet a lot of new people in the industry and uh, just learn a lot of new techniques. Uh, my hopes, dreams, my dreams are to catch a six on both sides of the brown and green scale. Ooh, yes. Um, uh. That's kind of a basic dream or whatever, but like that, like that's a good one in Minnesota. Never, great one. I've never caught a six pound swallow. Really? It's a great one. Um, and then fears. Talk to me in the fall. Uh, right. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, what's the last one? Hopes, fears. Oh, fear. A fear. Um, a fear that. Uh, hmm. Hmm. I fear that I don't. I, I, I honestly of, don't have any fears. You're gonna start no, like in no, whiskey. No, no fears. He ain't scared of shit. I'm not scared of <laughs> shit. <dude>. <laughs> Bring <laughs> it on, bro. All right, Telio. Hopes, fears, and dreams going into this Midwest open water season. I hope to be better this year than I was last year. I dream to kick your sweet ass <laughs> on that champions <laughs> tour. And uh, I fear that Sobey's going to take some people's money this year. So is Chad. So is Willard. And things are getting a little bit scarier just in general, in my opinion. For sure. Well, I, I hope you guys know I'm coming for your money in the champions <laughs> tour. 
<laughs> Come get it. <laughs> and I dream that I'll be registering for the Opens this fall. Nice. And I fear that um, I fear that I won't be invited back on to Bass Galaxy after this round. Oh, wow. I'm what? Just, I'm just kidding. I'm not that worried about that. Yeah, but like, I'm more so I, just I would, like, <laughs> I'd be worried if I was you. So yeah, yeah. Dude, be, be Those scared. are good. Those are good. <laughs> I'm just wondering if you two talked about skipping him. Like... I was about to say something, but yeah. I, you're the host, so. No, Sylvie's hosting now. Yeah, usually. Welcome to the show. What are your hopes, James? And yeah, Sylvie. So oh. Samuel. Well, I prepare, I prepare nothing Samuel. but myself, but questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hopes. Um, I hope to come out of the Champions Tour a much more diverse um, and adjusting angler. I just want to make adjustments. I feel like that's what the name of the game is, and I and that's that's the goal I want to take away from it is adjustments. Fears, I fear Noah Schultz beats me in even one of the tournaments. I, I'm here, <laughs> I, I'm I'm serious. I'm here to beat him every single tournament. So if I get first pop, pop. and he gets second, congratulations Bow. to you. But that would Bow. that would be just under my fear. If if I get second and he gets first, I'll be pissed. Um, and then dreams. <laughs> Just, just firing shots. That's right. I mean, I'm out for blood this year, boys. And Stone Cold Sand yeah. Soapy over here. And dreams. Um, oh, wait, no, we already. Like, <laughs> yeah. I thought you already dreamed of beating Noah. No, like, I no, we no it's not in my dreams. Are you kidding me? That's just like that, that's called a Tuesday if he shows up. Ooh. Um, my my dreams is I'd like to. Ride shotgun in Chad Smith's beautiful Chevy truck, um, and roll out the window and just dice some of our competitors <laughs> with this squirt gun, f- fully torqued. I'm talking. If this thing normally takes three pumps, I want twenty, and I and I want to say hey. And then and then one of the fellow competitors, like let's just say, uh, Willard, says hey, and I go hello, boom, and just. What do you have in your hand right now? I I'd like to, Chad I'd to like, feel this. The people question. watch a video, no, but like no one else. Oh, uh, this is an adventure for a super soaker. What the fuck <laughs> did you guys bring a super soaker for? You guys don't know the trick. Welcome what to the, the show. What the fuck are you talking about? So this is a good one, though, folks. Get yeah. your pen and pencil out. Yeah, don't don't write it down. What? But, uh, no. So packing packing that heat, packing that cheddar. Oh, yeah. We're always strapped here at the Bass Galaxy. Don't roll up on us. You'll have another thing coming. You might be cleaner than a whistle by the time you walk out because I got Don dish soap in this mug. We're an intergalactic <laughs> We're an intergalactic force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's a little trick I learned from from some higher-ups. little trick my dad taught me. Yeah, but... Uh, oh, yeah. And I hope I don't get in trouble for it, honestly. But it's it's more so like so. Is it registered? <laughs> yeah, this this is registered. This is under my name. Serial number on it. And uh, you have a name for it. You you said you call it the Newman. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, oh my God! Getting this man DQ'd <laughs> first derby. Soby plays for keeps. Dang. <laughs> I play for keeps. That's I play fine. <laughs> I have every right to remain silent. <laughs> no, anyway. Paul Newman, he's got a gun. <laughs> he has a gun. He's got fishermen with a gun no. in the boat. For real. Is that legal? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's legal. 
but uh <laughs> such a genuine answer no no yeah no it's a pump, <laughs> a pump? <laughs> yeah a little pump pick no so. um but no seriously if you uh don dish soap and water if there's like a slight ripple on the water and you're like bed fishing or anything like that back in a creek that's like pollen uh taking over you know just pollen floating all over the surface it's hard to see when like cotton time a year up here you spray you spray it and the, the don dish soap like disperses it and just makes it glass like clear as day are you kidding me so yeah, you're disperses talking disperses all the pollen disperses like water ripples so you're talking that weird stuff when you can't see like you're trying to see into the water you're trying to look for beds yeah, you're trying to look for those types of things there's that sediment on top of the water that's yep. preventing you from seeing yep you don't know exactly and you go spray it you, you and, go spray like a 10 foot like does Most it, people drive to the bait store. Chad Smith drives to Toys R Us, does, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, my nieces were like using that that deal last summer for a while. Is that Super Soaker brand? That's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Super Soaker's the way to go. Yeah, is it knockoff okay. or is it legit? Okay. Yeah, but is that knockoff? No, dude, the real shit. <laughs> the real shit. It's a Roly. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Austin. My Roly don't TikTok. I'm pretty sure Austin Felix was the first one to bring that onto Bass Live. I saw that on Bass Live. No I want to say a year ago. I believe that. I can't remember where, where, when, and why, but he was fishing up shallow. He had like a wheat, like a. Who like just? A, yeah, who just won the last? Uh, who just won the last week? Um, Cobb. No, no, Palmer. Palmer, Palmer, Luke Palmer. So he, he has it, or no, maybe it wasn't even him, but one of the guys in like the top 10 Bates photos has one of those. It's what they used it for. I used to detail cars you know all the time. You know what I'm talking about. And they used to like put like acid wash in it. Yeah. And it's just like one of those spray cans, but it's got like a little like nozzle thing that you can like press and it'll just squirt it out. I but, specifically like, I remember. Felix only had so like, a, do the like a Windex thing. bottle. No, he had shit. like a bot. Like it was like a. I mean that. Yeah, it, you need like you some know, kind of. He like didn't a have good... like the double barrel barrel. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, like no, I like <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but he had like a little like it's like a wand, wasn't it? Like a like a well, little it's, bucket it's like with a, a wand. It's like a hose coming out of this deal, and you like yep. it's got a handle on it. But like people used it, and like, you pump it, you pump the yep, top of yep. it, yep. like Roundup, like, like, so, like you spray yep. weeds with, like yep. That's but like no the trigger? way to do it, but I just feel more trigger. badass that's, when I've got a super Well, dude. you can fucking point them out. Yeah, dude. Point that is way out, more. Dude, I got way move. more reach than that's those guys. That's gangster. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, rolling in with these. away instead of 10, dude. That's cool, though. <laughs> that's incredible. That's like and to packing be honest, heat. When I first saw it, I thought it was for cleaning off like the shit on the side of your boat. Like, I, I oh, really yeah. Bend no, I mean, that makes sense, yeah. Well, you said it's like scum lines on the boat, which is like, so it's got, it's... It's a two I mean, part can, dart. Yeah, that's yeah, a totally. two part dart. Yeah, I, like, I guess I haven't even thought that. That's a two part so dart. That's a good, like, that's a good call. I might do that. You got Don Dis soap? Like <laughs> I don't need a hose anymore. Spray that on that scum line dude, after you. I got a, a hose on the road when I'm sleeping out of my truck camping now. Dude, you need to do a video after Big Stone wiping, like spraying on that blue algae. I bet that super soaker don't do Can shit, I sub bro. Sobe for a freaking that blue quick little like, Instagram reload for my super soaker and just lighten and lighten my boat up. Just. We can put bullet holes Just in put a ca- putting a cap in that boat. <laughs> putting a cap in that. I'm excited. Popping I'm so, a cap. I'm excited for the shenanigans that are going to happen later this summer with stuff like that and, and other things. I just feel like. You got to come fish out here. I have to. Dude, Dude unless they died. Did you see enough? No. I, I saw enough. To, you saw fishing? I saw. Fish moving? I saw. I saw fish. Oh! And more importantly, I didn't see any floaters. When you were out there? 
talk to yeah. him. Talk to him. Radioactive, about... insane let, genetics let, yeah, out let's, here. Let's ask about them, like on their thoughts on like kill lakes and all yeah. that. That's an yeah, interesting topic. Deal with that. Because you were like, well, you see floating dead ones. So, I'm like, so well, you I don't know maybe they sing. But ask about that. Well, I'm not. But you said that you were watching the oxygen levels here on this lake, and they 14 to. One of my mentors, who's also my neighbor, who I used to fish with, Nick Gross, sent me the DNR report of the county, Hmm. and this lake was on it, and there was a survey from January, February, March. In January, it was 11 point something. February, it was seven point something. March, it was point seven something. So it's like. I'll tell you two things on this. No oxygen. But they only survey how many spots do they survey? Word word of mouth usually kills lakes. That's what kills lakes. Um, Lakes do die. I feel like I'm I'm not a biologist, not a scientist, but usually it's only a partial kill. So I wouldn't fear anything. Also, bass are extremely The strong hardy. ones survive. Yes. And also, um, good buddy Adam Griffith. Yep. Um, Griff, he's he's a bass wizard. He's a multi-species angler, incredible bass fisherman. The lakes he catches the biggest bass out of are usually winter kill lakes. And that's just because there's a huge separation in your class. And those big ones that made it get really really big big. and the other ones grow really fast to reach maturity and it's just winter kill lakes in general have produced extremely big bass and kind of just reformed genetics of lakes to make them good again and like different lakes are cyclical and and things happen and winter kills happen but around the south metro like where i'm at that's that's a big deal if you know a lake winter killed out like five six years ago Go bass fishing on that lake. <laughs> that's what happened Go. to this lake. Yeah, that's well, a stupid I remember, tip, dude. Yeah, dude. that's a, that's that's yeah. like a dirty juice secret. Like yeah. if you if you have inkling that a lake partially winter killed, go. So you're saying that I gotta wait five years? No, absolutely not. Because there's lakes around us that have winter killed, and then I went out there bassing, like even the year or two after, and there's like just nuke freaks out there. It's almost like low density bass fishing, where guys that are super into musky fishing that fish those low-density musky lakes up in Minocqua area, like a, yeah. a Cody Hahn or something like that. Yeah, or, a, or Matt Thompson it, way back in his day. Exactly. It can be the same type of thing except for bass. And yeah. It's, yeah. I, that's why don't be sad, don't be mad, don't be glad. Just see what happens and, and give it the time of day. All right, keep an open mind. Yeah. Totally. I, it's, that's good advice, dude. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Like, I'm almost, I almost want to cut that. Yeah. It's that, good shit. That was, that, that's some... That's some, some greasy. That's, That's some, some grease. greasy knowledge. <laughs> That's some grease. Yeah, grease. dude. Like, don't do but that. But it's usually again. ever. Yeah, yeah. Usually <laughs> <always> <laughs> a don't you point that gun at me? <laughs> this was a test. You failed. Give it away too much. We will kill you, no? <laughs> no, but get, let let the viewers know. When I first came on here for the pilot, we were in your parents' house, and you were getting everything dialed up, and then. Um, Cole over here, he was he was really putting his best foot forward to try to make this all happen the first night, and now talk to me about your setup now. Yeah, because this is an extremely dialed operation, yeah. and then just rolling up here, like talk to him about the Bass Galaxy HQ because this place is a slice of heaven, Aaron. It seriously is. Yeah, it it, it feels like heaven, and uh, honestly, Cole has done L- everything L- to put Moss? this together yeah yeah we'll see moss um, Camus kid Camus kid little yeah. k moss now cole likes to fly under the radar behind the scenes but he's super organized he's well like he's the yin to my yang like with 
the podcast stuff. So to be honest with you, like that's really what's helped us get here right here today. And, uh, I'm lucky, I guess, to have found like a sweet house that fits like me and who I am. So talk to uh, about the house. It's a match made in heaven. For anybody living on, anybody not living, anybody listening on Spotify, tell them about your house. Tell them about, you know, the Bass Galaxy HQ. Well, um, you uh, drive down an old country road down next to a lake, you know, that's out in the middle of Egypt, and uh, you know you. You see a bass mailbox on your left and a big garage on your left beyond that. And then a little one and a half bedroom cabin beyond that. And uh, the garage is bigger than the cabin, but sits on a pretty sweet like lake spot. And it's what dreams are made of. And like shopping for a house is super stressful, but um, like it all works out in the end. The universe finds a way to work itself out i think and you just have to be willing to accept that and good things happen and tell uh, them how here we are tell them how you knew there was a point when you knew this is where you're gonna live for sure i toured the place next to it okay right here the neighbor's spot and i liked it and when we were touring it like we walked out and there's this lady who walked out of this place out to her mailbox and we're like hey how's it going we started bsing with her and, uh she's like yeah we're, you know this house is you know oh you're looking at this place awesome you know we're actually putting our place up for sale um huh within the next month or two and you're like don't and we're like <laughs> uh and i was looking Dibs. at that garage and that place was sick it had a 24 by 24 non-heated non-insulated garage and but it had electric with lights and everything and it was like better than i had like been looking at for three four months and this place i was like oh cool you know i was like oh wow that's weird and she's like yeah you want to look inside we're like oh no we shouldn't we didn't want to intrude and she gave us a tour and looked at this garage and it was like it's destiny yeah 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 yeah, it's like when you look at your first six-pound bass and mm-hmm. like, oh my God, this is what dreams are made of. Like my boat fits right. Where are there. you going to put the boat right here? Or are you going to keep the the old ping pong table? So Dane's talking about making a like oh a studio bar top, like an L thing with oh. wheels on it. Oh, cool. So the plan would be to put the boat here, that but then when we do the podcast, yeah. just roll the boat out and move the bar top, or just put the bar top. Like right there, with the boat here, I and think just spruce I, the rest of the place up. That's a, a phenomenal idea. And tell them, so, tell them about Dane's a good dude. What solidified the whole deal when you were closing? You went down to the dock. Yeah, yeah. So Aaron Dagus helped me with my mortgage. He also helps us out with the podcast. Cool. So if you guys are interested in a mortgage, Aaron Dagus is a great spot. But my <laughs> like moving day, we closed on the house is like. It's always stressful closing on your first house. I'm still a newbie. I'm learning. Um, I go down to the dock in like my fifth cast. I catch a three and three quarter. Like on a single. Come on. On them cattails. That's not in the canal. And it's like, 
Honey, Sweet. I'm home. Lord, baby Jesus, I'm in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> just south of like, Memphis. Oh my God. That's just just so north cool. of Memphis, baby. <laughs> you know? Dude, it's the. It's you seriously have a little dream. You gotta come out to this lake. It's a little slice of heaven, dude. dude. Fish out here, dude. You can whatever you want. If they're not all dead, dude. Yeah. yeah, Fourth of July. If you're not doing anything, our arms were tired. We stopped. Like we had. Like I've never got off the lake because I was so. Could you potentially spot lock and catch these bass on the rock piles seated? I was swimming. You could. Yes, Sylvie. I was. I was swimming. Football jig, jet worm, whatever the hell you want. So in your beautiful VX20 that you'll have soon, would you potentially run a podcast out of that boat on the water, on the water podcast? Would you ever consider it? We'd have to ask the Camus kid. Well, Camus. Is that possible? Like, the big thing is battery power with everything. We could do it? Yes. I'll... We can figure it out. I've, Boys want to soak jigworms, do a podcast. Yeah, I don't like think you even resonate. I've, I've got a giant, a giant. I have a lily pad. I plug into it. Dude, like I have a, a lily pad. You do? Yeah. yeah. You do? Yeah. yeah. I feel nice. like that's an electrical like thing. Don't lily pads get wet? No, it's for. The I want to do an on the water oh, podcast <laughs> on your lake. Dude, that's some Howard Stern shit. I like it. My guy. Like get some ladies. Like, well, not like. Throw her on cruise You guys want to hop on our lily pod? Chad, you got a girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. Chad, do you have a girlfriend? No. Okay. Like minus, minus Sylvie yeah, and Steph. Yeah, like, no. yeah, so, uh, oh, JP yeah. and Chad can have the lily pad out back. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll hold down the fort. Someone has some to ladies. facilitate this on the mic, and I, I, I'd be that man. I would select myself. We got wireless. Sure. <laughs> we got wireless. We'll make it work. <laughs> Waterproof wireless. No, but this is an incredible Island setup, podcast dude. party on a boat. I can, I can, I can do that. A Fourth of July party <laughs> on the pod, dude. Yeah. Out, in, hey, out in Egypt, I'll help you out. I'll figure it. We'll, we'll, figure, right. we'll figure it out. Oh, all right. Cole's a smart dude. He'll figure it out. Cole, God bless your soul, dude. But yeah, dude. Yes. But back to your spot. I, uh, I really like what you do with the place. I haven't been inside. It's too legit to quit, dude. Have you, have you guys been inside? Just a quick yeah, walk. We, yeah, yeah, like briefly. Yeah. Pretty, pretty bassy, huh? It is, dude. Like, there's hair jig things tied there. I'm not speaking any more words about what he has in here for tackle or things he has tied up, but it's it's disturbing, it's disgusting, it's beautiful, and it's they're catchers. And if there was someone I'd like to rob in the near future, it'd, it'd be this garage. It'd be you. Well, I agree. <laughs> I'd rob. I would rob the shit out of you, Aaron. <laughs> Well, I just want you to know that thing's Chad pointed at you. I got you, bro. I got Aaron comes to protection. I got I got one a little bit bigger (laughs) in the house. Yeah, but uh, we call it the home protector. Yours doesn't have Don in it. This is true. Don in the eyes. It's like pepper spray. It's like mace. It's like a chicken mace in your purse. Like, oh, fuck. Can't even breathe. I love it. Yes, yes, Justin. No, I just said you love Don up at Battle of the Lakes. <laughs> Donna. <laughs> Donna. Donna. No, I want to hear some Hayes Baldwin shit. You've been no, rolling no, no, with Hayes no. Baldwin, and uh, that dude's oh. a legend. So Hayes I want to hear I want to hear some Hayes Baldwin stories. Uh you you alluded to one about like some Yelp oh. review or something Scribbles. on like Strippers. Uh, <laughs> oh on something like that. I mean, this, this podcast will be the end of me. Um, let it 
be known here first that if I fall off the face of the planet, it's because I was canceled. Hashtag cancel so ga- galaxy. Facts. Okay. Okay. Hashtag you can't censor the truth. Okay. Well, just, as yeah. long as they're age, it's fine. Sure. Yeah, were they is over there, 18? We're good. Is there age restriction on this podcast, potentially? Yeah, dude. We, we say it's not for kids. Okay, right cool. away. Like, it's not for right kids. Right away. I mean, okay. you got a white claw on your hand. I'll, for, I'll first off say that the best part of fishing trips, no doubt, and all of you have been on fishing trips, whether it's traveling for a tournament or traveling for a fun trip or traveling down to Hartwell or traveling anywhere, traveling down to the Classic, the best part of fishing trips or anything about it is honestly what happens off the water and whether that be the banter or or the shenanigans or the dock talk or anything else in between the best part of fishing trips happen in between the fishing the fishing is just cherry on top and and everything else all the lifelong memories happen in between that point and and i've been extremely blessed over the course of I don't know how many years to just make so many, <laughs> so many memories, yeah. so many memories with so many greasy anglers. And Aaron is referring to a time that I spent with my good pal, uh, Hayes Baldwin, as we embarked on, on a trip to Wisconsin and just, you know, God bless Wisconsin and all its fruits. You know, I'm going to lead, lead off with that. And, um, yeah, oh, it's cheese. No, Hayes is a savage, and I love it. I don't. Dude, I, I've I love never Hayes. met. I've never met he's Hayes. Good stuff. He's an OG. He's a he's a fisherman. Just stone he's, cold. He's, yeah. he's a stone cold fisherman. Yeah, just a stone cold. And and he's done, He's done everything from fish walleye yeah. league on he's golf, just fucking fish bass league on golf. Fish. He can. He just could. Catches. He's a catcher, dude. Like he he could catch crappies. He could catch bluegills. He could catch walleyes. Like he can catch bass. He's like a PJ, well, dude. Every yeah. time I open my Snapchat or Instagram, it's you clowns out on where. No, it's Minnetonka bait and tackle. You guys ripping the, the meat hook, yeah, dude. That is so legendary. Dude. Why why is that a bait and tackle? Which yeah. I was just. Chad is is gonna embark on a little crappie mission here soon on Lake Minnetonka. And he's a bass guy, so he needs to acquire some bobbers and some cubby mini mites, hundred p, or um, any small plastics. And why is that a bait and tackle? Or a fucking jigworm like a man, <laughs> right? right. Uh, crappies eat the damn jigworm. Yeah, oh, they bluegills. do big crappies. But this why is that a bait and tackle place has this old school meat hook, dude. And and Hayes and I are obsessed with it it's every day. I feel they, like they they have why is that a bait and tackle just wood burned oh. into this giant meat hook, and we just. You know, we select our best ten crops and proceed to give them the knife, and, and then hook them up on the meat hook, dude, and just get these old school pictures of us holding just beautiful crops. Some nineteen seventy like, crappie oh, bullshit. I love it. Four ninety four honking in your back, isn't it? Yes. Like, yeah, it's right down. Right like it's right straight up five minutes from Tonka, right in the city. As we're just stringing up these crops, and there's. There's, you know, single moms driving home and Prius is giving us the honk and just Hayes gives them the wave, you know? Yeah. Priuses. Okay. Like single moms and Priuses. So. Hell yeah. Weren't Tonka? I feel like that. Minnetonka bait and tackle. That's where these. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they them single moms is driving more like Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> they probably are. They're driving like they're driving BMWs, like low level BMWs, BMWs, and that's just their daily driver. Yeah, but the that cool thing Lexus. about Hayes or or some of the other just 
fish bums I roll around with is like, if bass fishing is, is my whole world, fishing other species is like my passion or my fun where other people might have sports or golf or anything like that. Like I, I find so much peace and like fun that. in crappie fishing or walleye fishing or even bluegill fishing, whether that be through the ice or open water, like these other grease bums that I hang out with. They're, they're, it's true. They're just fish bums. You know, they're like, they're fishing guides. They're just extremely dialed anglers, whether that be locally or throughout the Midwest. And they just, they've taught me so much about multi-species angling and it's, it's been an eye opener and it's helped me with bass fishing, but it's just, it's just been a ton of fun. It's almost like deer hunting, you know, like anybody who casually deer hunts, like I, I'm a deer hunter, but I'm not like a deer hunter. Like <laughs> yeah, I, you I, are. I, you make videos. I do, I do. But like when I'm sitting in the stand, blocker. it's peaceful. It's fun. It, it's almost relaxing. Same thing with crappie fishing or walleye fishing. And that's why hanging out with some of those grease bumps has just been an absolute pleasure. And and this kind of parlays into the next thing is Yeehaw. <laughs> we. I, I've been on some trips with Hay, Hayes, <laughs> and, and Hayes has proceeded to teach me about you know, the whole world of walleye and everything like that. And a hot spot it's a different world across the Midwest is, um, green Bay, Wisconsin, Yo. Lake Michigan, you know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. incredibly dialed for not only smallmouth but giant walleyes and everything else in between. Um, <laughs> and, uh, one year we decided just to, to bum it and roll out there and, um, take on the walleye game, which we just did this spring, but this story comes from last spring so maybe a year ago almost a year ago to the day so yeah. so we dive into <laughs> O'Connell Wisconsin it's just a very small town in uh in kind of the Green Bay area and and we're doing some walleye action and, and we're you know every day you're allowed your one so we are we're killing our one walleye every day of course and um and bringing it back to the, the small shanty of a motel that we're staying at and uh one day as we're sitting enjoying a few beverages post walleye smashing um, we get on the Google machine and we go, uh oh, <sighs> uh, there's a three and a half star review at a place called North Point Exotic Dance Club, <laughs> which lies just a few miles outside of O'Connell, Wisconsin. I'm just going to pull up uh, North Point Exotic Dance Club's reviews on Google. It's somebody's daughter out there. <sighs> this was just, oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm making him uncomfortable now. I'm not. I'm not telling a story. I'm just gonna read what's on the Google reviews, <laughs> and that's these are not my words. This is from Google. And remember, kids, what you Such read on pansy. the internet isn't always true. For all we Such know, it could pansy. be Chat B G P P or whatever. <laughs> are you ready? P. <laughs> it says one review. I'll wait till Chad's on deck. Uh, first and foremost, um, yeah, this yeah. is a, a beautiful write-up. Um, <laughs> beautiful. Hidden Gorgeous. off to the side, down a quaint country road, lies North Point Exotic. It was here my pal and I shared our first Wisconsin Gentleman Club experience. As we walked into the club and approached the bar, we noticed a shirtless blonde walking toward us. She then seated herself between my buddy and I. It was then we realized that the strippers were being personable, with many of other outsiders, or with many others inside the establishment, we ordered a couple beers, and she began chatting with us. From here, the conversation took twists and turns, everything from small talk to some strong language. 
As we glance left, we, click, we quickly realize this establishment tailors to men and women of all ages. There stood dancer number two, a beautiful five-foot-floor beach blonde woman in her mid-60s. She was glowing. From there, my pal and I acquired a handful of ones and moved towards Stripper's Row. It was then we noticed more dancers pouring in. The show was on. Exclamation point. At center stage, we experienced many things. Some girls were new, and others performed acrobatics we had never witnessed. Between a, lo- a lot of rockin' hip-hop songs and baby oil, uh, two beautiful African-American women appeared out of nowhere. It was then and only then we knew that these girls ran the show. Exclamation point. Like a thunderstorm in April. Apologize. <laughs> like a thunderstorm in April, we made it rain all over them. With a little lighter pockets, my pal and I moved back to the bar for a few cold beers. It was here the spark turned into a flame with the two ethnic dancers. We found out these ladies were sisters and shared a close bond, which made us feel comfortable and at home. After a little more jitter juice, we bought a round robin of private dances from the sisters. It was truly incredible. Exclamation point. (laughs) Sometime around 11 p.m., we were introduced to dancers three and four, striking an uncanny resemblance. This was a mother-daughter duo. It was here we found out that this was a family business. A downside to this warm, fuzzy feeling the exotic gave us was the complimentary tipping. After every dance, good, bad, or ugly, the dancers demanded tips for their bosoms. With the dollars <laughs> remaining, bosoms. <laughs> with the dollars remaining, we spun the wheel of fortune. It was a one in thirty chance of winning, but it was our lucky night. We won lap dances, free shots, and the list goes on and on. After a solid, inebriated few hours, we said our goodbyes. The feeling was exotic. To this day, my pal and I still reminisce about the cuddles and conversations with our African queens. <laughs> Without a doubt, we will be back. Thank you, North Point Exotics. God bless Wisconsin and all its fruits. Wow. Wow. That's like a modern-day Bill Shakespeare of Yelp reviews. <laughs> Best Yelp review I've ever heard in what a my writer. life. Like, yeah. Holy. Got themselves wow. a Bill Got ourselves a writer Exclamation here. Exclamation point. I'd read that book. And I you should read... audio book it. Dude, <laughs> that's like the Fifty Shades of Grey of Wisconsin. Yeah. I've ever um, The top review had four likes. This has 23. 23? <laughs> yeah. Just incredible. You know, you can't write it. The, these are the, the stories I'm going to tell my grandchildren. Up, dude. dude, that's yeah. so true, though. That's yeah. a, like, that's a I mean, great there's like, Tell me an open story. I don't. Tell me, tell me an There's in-tune nothing. marine demo I gotta, traveling I gotta, story. I got to piss real quick. I get, I got some for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got that, that was a yes. That was He's a confirmation. Got this podcast is brought to you by my brother from another mother, my tournament partner, and the best rod builder north of the equator that still has 20-20 vision, Veselka Fishing and Customs, specializing in custom fishing rods. Your custom rod? the way you want it, because it has to be your rod. However, he has a wide variety to choose from, including his all-new for 2023 custom chicken rod. If you throw the big fluff, the hairy gary, the rotisserie dissery, 
the half-ounce Palamalu, the three-quarter-ounce Rooster Biscuit, the Lightener looking like D. Snyder, you're going to want to be throwing the Veselka Fishing Chicken Special Big Hair Jig Rod. Mr. Veselka spent a lot of time on this rod, and it has the perfect action to throw, hook, and land those fish that you maybe pulled the bait out from because the rod was too stiff or had them spit it because your rod didn't have the backbone. Well, the new chicken special from Veselka Fishing and Customs has worked to solve both of those issues along with superior balance and quality components. So head on over to his website, veselkafishing.com. That's V-O-C-E-L-K-A fishing.com. Pick this rod up before it's too late because up here in the North Country, they about to be schooling. Are you ready to reel in your next home purchase or refinance? Supreme Lending's Dream Team can help guide you through the entire mortgage process, from pre-qualification to closing. They have a wide variety of home loan programs in their tackle box, including down payment assistance and first-time homebuyer options. Just ask me. I trusted Aaron Dagus, a bass fisherman just like you and me, and Supreme Lending's Dream Team to help finance my first home. Contact Aaron Dagus and the Dream Team today by scanning the QR code or giving them a call at 763-326-0677. That's 763-326-0677. Did I catch a seven in there? Or visit their website, aarondagas.suprememlending.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-D-A-E-G-E-S dot suprememlending.com. I think I you know exactly what I'm about to think yeah. about it. As take, we're take a quick leak. Chad will give us some insight. Yeah, you go. Anyone drop that? I'll, I'll, well, I'll drop out when you're dropping in. What? Okay. Wait, yeah, what? A rolling piss break? I like that. Yeah. 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 All right. You go, or, he'll fill, and then when you yeah. come back, you'll fill. He'll right go. On. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. JP's gonna go oh, wet man, the whistle. I'm to think of a good open story though. Mm. I mean, dude, there's a lot of good times, but oh man, sorry, I'm just trying to think. I gotta oh, think of dude, a good yeah. one. It's the beauty of this is. Yeah, but you you might not be able to think of them just offhand. But it is hard off the dome. You probably have so many. Oh yeah, that happen I mean, in between for sure, practice. dude. Like if, yeah. like, if hey, I'm like he's in more the of a writer. flow of like thinking about it, like I can like probably pop a bunch up. I'm just trying to yeah. think of like a good one to like quick draw. Um, like oh, out of all of it, you yeah. know, like that's the hard part. There's so much, but it's a decade, <sighs> dude. Okay, I got one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what I was looking for. He's got one, folks. Oh man, this is dude. Just just cause you dropped some heat, I'll I drop a little. I'll up. drop a little too. But little, this one's on me. Little, you got to fire. you got to drop haze. This one's on me. Haze will be fine. It's so a giant, it's genius. <sighs> All right, screw it. So. It was after Cherokee Lake. Were you there for that one? Yeah. We did. We came and met up with you before this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so it was on Cherokee Lake in the fall. I forget what year. On a twenty twenty two one twenty one. Let them know that Whatever. Cherokee Lake in the fall is absolute just booty cheeks. 
piss it's whore. horrible fishing yeah. horrible the the highlight of my like the, the highlight of my entire turn or like entire time there in the fall was I caught a four pound largemouth and a four pound smallmouth on the same cast on a spook. What? It was pretty sick. He he has a picture of it. I got a video of it. Oh, yeah. I'll try to find it later. But um, show pro. Yeah. No. But okay. So. Anyway. So. I ended up meeting up with a couple of buddies, Cody Honor and Connor Graham. And we, it was after it was post tournament, right? So we both all had kind of like a rough tournament. We're like, whatever, like you guys want to hang out. And like, I was sleeping in my truck at a campsite by myself for the whole duration of the tournament. And my campsite had ended and they were staying at an Airbnb or a buddy's place that they had. And they had one more night there so they're like come over like have a few drinks let's just like loosen up have a good time whatever I'm like sounds good yeah and i think i had a tournament after that or something so like i was staying on the road for the time and no i no i wasn't i was going home nonetheless stayed that night went up met up with them we drank like a whole bottle of whiskey that night we went it was so big we like drove the boat down the lake like <laughs> like <laughs> like like middle of the night following the moonlight and just like and and the worst part about it was is like we're like okay yeah it's somebody said it was like a five minute boat ride and uh it was was not a five it was like a 45 minute boat ride in the pitch black it was kind of chilly like it was just like okay so we're just here for it now but we're going we do that and so this isn't even the part of the story and so we come back and like we wake up i mean not like obviously we're like pretty hungover and whatever we had a good night and cody and i like are looking at each like connor left already like he already was like out of there and cody's like dude you want to get like a cheap hotel tonight like i do not want to drive across the country today <laughs> and i'm like yeah totally actually same so He's like, you want to go get some food at like B-dubs or something? And so we're at like the B-dubs in Dayton, Tennessee. We get there when they open at 11 a.m. We didn't leave until 1030 that night. Yeah. And uh, throughout that, at like 4 (laughs) p.m., I I thought it was a good idea to like (laughs) purchase some touch tunes points. And they weren't playing music loud enough. So I went out to my truck, got my own portable speaker, and brought it into the restaurant and set it at the bar and played a Vici as loud as the speaker would go. (laughs) (laughs) I have a video of it. (laughs) Incredible. I'll find it. I'll I'll find that for you guys later. Next fist break. Yeah, it... uh, and so (laughs) we slept in our trucks in the parking lot with the boats hooked up (laughs) and cody like could tell i was like rustling around in the morning or whatever like like the managers did not like me at all like he does yeah well, maybe that's because oh, no, you're bring, playing yeah. like new Prague music. Yeah, no, he, he like the manager came up to me. He spot. goes, he's like trying not to laugh because it was so absurd. He's like, you can't just bring in your own speaker, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, well, 
the music wasn't loud enough on touch tunes that I bought. You know, I was just like, didn't accept yeah. it. It was like, okay. But, and, and so like the night, tra- like, honestly, I'm surprised they didn't kick me out earlier, but they never yeah. actually kicked me out. They just were like, okay, like you're done kind of thing. Like you can't have any more drinks. <laughs> I mean, dude, like, like, and we, we were like, we were like on one, but we weren't that bad, but it was just kind of like, it was just a moment of like, I, I think it was like Halloween too. Yeah, it was like something around there. Fall in Tennessee. But so I wake up, I wake up in the back of my truck the next morning in this parking lot, like straight out in front of the front door. Like I mean, we're like the first beat ups parking lot out. Yeah, real classy. Yeah, in Dayton, Tennessee. Like we're just chilling, (laughs) and Cody and I look over and I see Cody in his front seat of his truck, just like looking on his phone or whatever. And I'm just like, (laughs) you know, and. Like rolling around, all of a sudden I hear morning sunshine. <laughs> I look over and I'm like, "Sup, dude?" And he's like, "The bartenders worked there for 22 years. You're the third person she ever cut off." <laughs> That's incredible. That's impressive. I don't know. I mean, like, I did it, it early. I, yeah. You know, like, fuck yeah. I have to Usually add. They're tired by the time they have to cut someone off. Like they were still like, they were still getting ready for dinner at home. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> a, a precursor to this story is is Chad, Cody Hunter, and Connor Graham. <laughs> <laughs> the shenanigans they pulled before this. Yeah. Were unreal. <laughs> we like I was I was traveling with Greg and Joel at the time filming them. I was fishing on the coast side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and they had made their way to our campsite you know, via boat, like he was saying. And the way they pulled up was first off incredible. The way Cody parked his boat, incredible. And the way they walked up the hill, incredible. And the tournament before that, Cody Honor was like crushed by this small sedan in a parking lot. And his stomach and his ribs were like pinched against this wall. And Joel, Joel like saved his life, dude. Wasn't yeah. it Joel? Either way, like Cody almost died yeah, the Joel, tournament Joel, before. Yeah. And this yes. was our first time seeing Cody since. Yeah. We had made t-shirts that had a traffic <laughs> cone on them because we were calling Cody Hunter traffic cone. He's a hazard. So so everyone, like, and str- like two spots down the way, Brandon Polnick was camping. So we have this awesome photo of of Chad and Connor and and Polnick and Greg and Joel and Cody Hunter all in these traffic cone T-shirts, <laughs> you know, just kind of celebrating the fact that you know his internal organs weren't completely crushed. Sure. And then Cody went on that night with Chad and Connor to indulge in some you know refreshments. And if you guys could have seen the way they exited the campground that night, it was like. So if this is how someone walks, it was like going down a hill sideways. <laughs> and they just paddled their boat all the way across the lake to the other side. <laughs> incredible. It was uh incredible. It was a good time. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. After a tough Cherokee Lake, it was all Isn't it was that, all fair game. Isn't that when Connor had his like nice nashville bottle and he forgot it at the campsite <laughs> yeah, yeah Connor. Got one. What? let's hear it jp JP's got let's one. hear it jp what? 
You oh, said God. before. You what said before. JP back. is back from. Do you want to go Mario or do you want to go Duluth or do you want to go? You tell me what you want. I'll. I say go yes. Battle bikes. Battle bikes. <laughs> tell me. Tell me about a travel story. And sea bass. <laughs> Battle bikes and sea bass. You could probably tell the sea bass story better than I can. You tell me one, but and then Aaron tells I, me I, one. Well, we we can tell this there. one together. Like it was like the you and Chad thing. Like, but the bike one, I, the bike one, like I was, I was far gone. I can't even tell that story without. Like you were a part of that too. You stole. You got. Yeah, might have done it. Yeah, I did do it. Yeah, I did it. <sighs> Dear town of Battle Lake, I did it. Let's hear it. Battle of the Hogs. I returned him though. Like it was no big deal. It's a it's I a, hear it's it a start ba- to finish. It Give me some a, context. It is a straight bass in a weekend. We got three bass boats in Battle of the Lakes. But Battle Lake the, area. Battle so. Lake area. But it's like this little town and there's three bass boats. We got we we got it all. Um, I I don't know how much I can tell the story. But, Come on, so, no, I but indulge. but no, but uh. But uh, hmm. Cut me off whenever you want, Teal. But uh, the rusty nail. We can start there. Yeah. The past. Well, let's Let's start with the boys. Yeah. So we do an annual trip with our college buddies. I love it. Tell me the setup. So it's our buddy Jut, who's from White Bear Lake, who's kind of a bass fisherman, kind of like not. But like loves the bass fish. Yeah, his dad's got a cabin in Battle Lake, and we annually (laughs) we have this tournament like with the boys called Battle of the Hogs. Battle Lake. I love it. Battle of the Hogs. Battle of the Hogs. Yeah, and it's me, J, me and JP versus Dane and Judd. Yeah, and then and then Peter and Becky come with us, and then Whitey's come one year. Yeah, like. He's rowdy. <laughs> the nicknames are incredible. Yeah. There's Jet. Uh, there's Jet. There's Whitey. Like, yeah. <laughs> this cabin isn't on the lake, but Dane it's near lakes. Lake. And Battle Lake Fergus area is like all these little lakes. So we just like lake hop, like these little ass freaking sloughs for like a weekend. Oh, and best, it's like best it's five the a day best. wins. So like that could be three lakes, that could be one yeah. lake, it could be like, ten lakes. It's up yeah. to your discretion. And then I think we actually do total for the weekend. I don't remember. I don't know. We get like, we get, we have a good time. It's more about like yeah. having a good time. Um, we do have a tournament side of things. And we do. We get a little competitive. We, we had a heartbreak. We're not gonna get the heartbreakers, but it is a tournament. For There's sure. some lakes that are like just. And yeah. it's just like five pounder, like hitter, like <coughs> like gross, like twenty five pounds, and, and no days, one's like, out there. Poof. There's just two or three of us, clones. and there's not that many spots, so yeah. it's like two boats, and so it's like throwing daggers on like three spots. Yeah, it's, like that's fun. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, dude, I love that stuff. It's yeah, so cool. dude. yeah. And then we go back to the cabin, and he's got a wood stove, and we just like, let's. Can I get you? Is, no, is this mine? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Your ice melted. We go back and we sit around a wood stove and we jam tunes and we just talk glory days, like college times, like good tell stories and talk around the fire and just that that just that weekend you look forward to every every year. We just have a good time, but like then we go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we. I reiterate, Which is walking distance. Some of the best memories happen on fishing trips. 
outside of the lake. The bar is literally a hundred yards from Judd's cabin where we stay. That's convenient. And it's about the size of this garage. Very convenient. About the size of the bar, about the size Dangerous. of this garage. Eh, the bar is longer and narrow. No, no, no. Is, the is house the... is smaller than this garage, but the bar is pretty big. The is that the rusty the nail? Back, yeah, the rusty, the rusty nail. nail. It's called, dude. Yep. We got some we, legendary. We got like five every year years. We get a new story. Dude. It's a dead. Like it's not that busy in the town, but like we have a story this is a good every one, year. It's crazy. Yeah, go on. So. <laughs> I forget how this goes down, but I believe the bartenders at the Rusty Nail that night were. It could the have ones. been that year. Yes, there so, were some good lookers. Good lookers. Some good lookers. I think one was dating a cop. I think the other one was single. Definitely something single. like that. Uh, so uh, yeah, hell, <laughs> hell of a lineup per se. Yeah, <laughs> definitely yeah. single. You so this is like a cabin, like summery vibe town, like they're you know, and we're going like heat of like deer hunting season like we're like october like out of season like out of bassist like out of season for like the the hustle and bustle in the cabin towns if you will like the, the okay, mini yeah. brainerd or mini alexander yeah. these are the locals locals <laughs> yes yeah, corn, yeah. corn every fed. year every year dude and we're in this bar and jp and the boys start hitting it off with these bartenders like these bartenders like all of a sudden there's you know, all these attractive dudes in this bar, you know, and these bartenders are used to like locals and like yeah. whatever. It's out of season. Like we're out of season, you know yeah. what I mean? We're out of season. They're like, <laughs> they're like but we uh, always hello. don't like, we feel that they're out of season as well. So like there was a dynamic going on there. Like there's, you know, two chicks and like six dudes, you know, real good ratio. Yeah. Uh, but they liked us anyway, like to put it, lightly um and you know we start hitting it off like and you guys <laughs> and uh like one thing this, the bar the starts to get a little bit more packed Ooh. the rusty nail is a good bar to go to hang on where is this again battle lake battle area? lake minnesota oh really okay. yep the rusty nail <laughs> So it starts to pack up and fill with like locals and stuff. And these bartenders, they keep like talking to us. And then I think their friends are there or something like, so there's like maybe a pack of three, like a wolf pack, like yeah. a small yep. wolf pack, like a, like a small herd of Buffalo, if you will. Just like um, when a, a few bass find the bait, like a few more join because they can see the commotion. Yes. They, yes. It wasn't a large school. <laughs> yeah. But like when one starts to bust herd. on bait or feed, a small you, herd. Uh, more potentially could come bust on bait and feed. Correct. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I got yes. you. I got yes. you. I understand. Now. So, you know, we were about six alphas rolling. And then it's pretty dead. We start hitting it off. And then all these, like, locals start rolling in. And we're like, hey, Bob. Hey, Jim. Hey. And uh, we're hitting it off with the bartenders. We're hitting it off. We're sitting at the bar. And uh, all of a sudden, I look to my right. And there's a dude the size of Texas itself. Looking <laughs> me square in the eyes. I swear to God. I was like, and so, we were like talking fishing, and we were like, you know, kind of, yeah. It was a couple hours. Every a couple hours in, we were a couple hours. Let's deep. be honest, we're always talking. Fish. Sounds like you needed. So, fish. so like, we so, don't like just like pick fights though. We're, like we're not the that guys like those guys that pick fights. Okay, you, uh, you're not. You're a voluptuous gizzard chad. And this 7P rolls up to you and gives you kind of the stink eye, like, 
Bingo. Like yeah, ready to kill we are, you. <laughs> we are gypsy migrational gizzard chad. Yeah. We are not from around here. Yeah. And this seven pounder, it's like you're near my brush pile, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ain't from around here. I get it. You? I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. We don't like your kind. We don't like your kind around here, boy. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you, you like that kind of vibe. So you, you meet icon eye contact meets. So Yes. And then what happens? So we're talking like fish, bass fishing and shit. And he, like, we didn't know that there's a 7P laying in this brush pile like, <laughs> yeah. next to us. We yeah. were just like talking bass fishing, like gizzard chat out here talking yeah. bass fishing, right? Like, oh, yeah, bass fishing. Oh, bass. Yeah, we hit Jolly End today. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, good Battle little lake. lake. Feeling yeah. great. Caught some bass. Yeah, we caught some bass out loud, right? Yeah. And 24 pounds. All of a sudden, we look over, and frick, this guy was not having the bass, and he was not having us, Keep. and he was not having anything. Did he you tell him to kick rocks? We no. were taking his girls. We were fishing his waters. This guy could eat We were sitting in his bar stool. Yeah. We was in his space, okay? I'm we was too <laughs> close. We was too close for comfort, if you will. Yeah. Right? So... He starts barking, you know? He starts yeah. chirping a little bit. Not sure. barking, you know, bark, a bark. light bark. Well, what he was starts his, with a light bark. What was his opening ooh, line? Ooh, ooh. I, so, <laughs> wasn't I couldn't like, tell you his Wasn't it something line. like, I eat bass, motherfuckers? Yeah, no, it was like, and I, I, and his first line, Teal's like, his first right. line was like, I cut the gills and, like, oh, throw, yeah. like, it was like, I don't even eat bass. Like, like he personally I just, tried to... Like, like offend you as hard as he thought he could. Bingo. bingo. Like that. It was like. Teal and Dan were three he, sheets like, past I, I the wind too. Not happy. And I'll we just... were a little bit tuned up, she if don't. you will. You know? <laughs> I don't like, dude, like, I'm so sorry that's, for your That's life. sacrilegious. No, dude, this guy that's, was that's, 500 pounds. No, I was pounds. ready to go, baby. 500 pounds. <laughs> like, are you serious? No, so I'm like. Dude, you're a half a ton right now. Telling me you eat bass? No, That's crazy. I, like, is that this how you was got Goliath, those and I felt like I <laughs> and, was dating. And how much does he weigh? <laughs> but like, <laughs> like a buck fifty. <laughs> <laughs> and Dane was the only. We had big your friend. back though. Yeah, no, 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 for yeah. sure. We, we, I, I oh, mean, yeah. I probably didn't say anything. And but I was like, <clears throat> bark from the back. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I forget what I said, but... Excuse me? Excuse me? Okay. No, no, no. You no. Did, did you not just say that? that? You did, did not you just say that? Did you literally you just that. eat my best friend? Did you just say that? <laughs> oh, like, yeah, I killed six walleyes today. <laughs> Dude, he's just a knifer. Like, and I respect knifers, but like, yeah. Yeah, like I mean, the, in your face, right? like, but I'm going like, to knife your fish. But for bass? No, no, it was like it was like interrogating. No, he was like, out. To, he was out to piss. Us like it was off. out to piss you off. Yeah, yeah. This guy was out. Hundred percent. Yeah, like, that's just like, annoying. Was he solo or did he have a crew? No, he had a crowd. I think I started fucking with him. Like he had a crew. If I remember correctly, I was like, he did. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. Where are you knife him at? You know, like I started like yeah, yeah, kind of like, and he, 100%. but he didn't like that. Like the more yeah. he, he wanted talk, me to get mad, right? He wanted me to get pissed. And I was like too drunk to be pissed. No, you were pissed. Deep down. Come on, you were pissed. Well, maybe in my eyes. Dude, we almost kind of fight. 
This was that was later. That was later. That was later. <laughs> or maybe this was, was a. Day. I'm. I'm. It's I a slow build. It's a slow. Like, it's a I might slow be burn. mixing up the years because we've we've met this uh, several <laughs> That's what's years. That's crazy. So. We've seen him. I might be years. mixing up the years. You've That's seen like, him again. Oh, oh dude, yeah. just wait. Sea bass. This lives. dude lives oh, at the rusty nail. This like, dude is yeah. the nail. Yeah, dude. So. I think it was at this point we nicknamed you bring him, him Seabass. Walleye. Yeah. I think at this point we nicknamed him Seabass. You should bring him a walleye. Like, every... <laughs> dude, it was last year. Remember, Judd? He don't, turned don't, around don't, when dude, he saw Seabass. He was so yeah. scared. Don't, don't, don't fast forward. Dude, dude. I got like three <laughs> stories. Seabass is real, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> dude. So, so, so post, post I slit gills and you're like, <laughs> that's cool. That's Where cool. at? Yeah. Dude. And he's like, yeah. everywhere. Wasn't <laughs> he's just like everywhere, 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 and you're like right on. Huh? He's like yeah, fucking starts like chirping about people coming into the lakes and like killing bass, and the bass are eating all his walleyes. And I was like, pretty sure you're eating all your walleyes because he's a big guy, right? <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> and this was the point where that escalated quickly. Is Aaron decided to say. I'm pretty sure you're eating all the walleyes, bro. Like, and that's like sea bass. Oh, fuck. You know, like the guy's like huge. And I was like, dude, you can't. I was kind of cocky at this point. We were, you know, when the boys get together, you get the boys in a pack. Oh, yeah. The pack mentality. We were all bargaining. We were all fucking. (laughs) You're you're ready to bust on bait. And it was like, you can't kill what you can't catch. Like, this guy is not fast. There's no way. (laughs) You know, (laughs) we we could die, but I could outrun him. For sure. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, Stuck I'm working head. on sea bass, and JP's over there on the other side of the bar with these two ladies. One's dating a cop, one's single, and I think they both were interested, but. Um, <laughs> so, like. It sounds like I need to go hang out with so JP we more. Ultimately. <laughs> oh, for sure. Dude, JP's good shit. Um, he slingshotted me in for the win last year with Donna. Donna. Uh, <laughs> Why did you guys have that queued up so long? Uh, oh my god! Did you hear, dude, didn't you hear us earlier? I was like, that reminds me of, and I didn't want to say. I was like, Donna, and that I brought I up. Know, maybe I missed that. That's, That's hilarious. So where yeah. does Sorry. where does this progress? Oh, yes. I need so, to know. Okay. What year I'm, do you I'm, want, I'm, dude? It escalates big time. Every year is a story. Oh, this, every year. this one's good though, because this one like this one like keeps it going. Stone, yeah. keeps going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Sorry to interrupt. Go on. Like all of a sudden, like. Seabass is pissed. Yeah. He's pissed. He's, he's always pissed. Dude, he's fu- he threw a chair, yeah. like breaks a chair, and he's coming at us. And I'm like, I, I felt like the front line, like, I don't know what it feels like to be in the military, but I felt like I was on the front lines of the Marines at yeah. this point. You know what I mean? It like, was basically you I'm and I'm taking Dane. heavy fire. Yeah. It was me and Dane. Yeah. And Dane had my back. He's my brother. Um, I, I mean... And don't say I didn't have your back. Oh, was, you were, you were, no, dude. JP, JP was, you know, we, we were, we had your back. No, J- we I were keeping sea bass J- away from JP was building a bed, yeah, you know, requesting yeah. you had, a fine woman you to come building potentially your own bridges. spawn. You were building your own bridges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, you were building spring build a bed. Time? Was this spring? Fall. fall. Every year. Oh, oh gosh. Always dang, in the fall. Putting on the winter wave. Always in the fall. Spawn in the fall. It's always in the fall. Fall spawn. Fall spawns in the fall. Chad. Fall spawn. Chad spawn is in the fall. Fall spawn. <laughs> Gosh, so it's scary. How I don't know. This how, was a false spawn. Moment. I don't know Every how year. you're gonna finish this story. I'm kind of. I'm ready. You, I, yeah. No. I, I just you know blacked the, out shortly here after. Me. Maybe. 
I didn't. Bring I remember. It, bring it home. The I need closure. Are, like, is I this know, the I'm bike get, night? I'm getting to that. Yeah. Okay, then, yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I'm getting to that. I, I hit the I need it. Yeah, he blacked out at this point. So, uh, the bartender ladies see Seabass approaching, escalating, you know, <laughs> to put it lightly. Like, he's going fucking. This dude could eat you as an appetizer. Yeah, I'm like, relax. Seabass, wow. Guy's huge, you know. Poor guy. Like, so these bartenders like get in between us and they like break it up. And he's like, bro, like like, (laughs) that had to feel cool. Like at some point you were probably be like, yo, yo, pull me back. (laughs) Yo, yo, pull me back. He don't want this smoke. These hot chicks have a back. Smoke. These hot chicks have a back. (laughs) You want this? You want some super You want some? You want this dog? This dude literally eats fat. We we weren't with we weren't with Dane we were with Tequila Dane Tequila Dane not Dane Tequila Teque- Dane. What, what does, does that mean? So it means tequila- everyone in this in this house mean? if you don't have a tequila shot in your hand then get the fuck out. So I started it with like the I bet you ate all of them <laughs> like I'm, yeah I'm I pretty bet sure you did. ate all of them like I started with that and then Dane backed me up with like. You know, like the real heat, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I, I was like the, I was like the guy playing the morning trumpet, like for yeah. war. Yeah. <laughs> I was like the guy who guy. like goes up and like, burr, 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 <laughs> you know, and then Dane was like, fought, like, he's like, yeah. yeah, he like, he's like fired. He like grabbed the gun. He's like, do something. Yeah. So he's like, do it. Pretty sure Seabass left. I'm pretty sure those chicks got Seabass to leave. The, the the local. The local chicks that. Bartender. You know, that bartender. No, no, no. It was a bartender, and she called in backup. She's she like, did. hey, girls. More chicks We got up. five good, five bass and bros. Five good looking <laughs> yeah, dudes. That's what you're going to do, dude. Called like, reinforcements. The They're like, Seabass is about to here. take out all of these gentlemen. Seabass <laughs> We is need here. to get, get them Charlie. It was some Charlie's Angels shit. They pulled some Charlie's Angels shit. There's five males on bed and one common carp is coming up to blow it all out. I told you, Tina, get up here. There's five males on bed and there's one carp blowing it out, okay? If we don't get Seabass out of here, they okay. might lock antlers. <laughs> oh, man. So, so where so did it at this point, from there? So at this point, it was like, maybe we should bring these ladies back to the cabin. Oh, you yeah. know, for like, their kind, like for their late for their generous efforts. You know, Naturally, bar- bartender they so, saved our lives. Yeah, you know? they saved your they lives. Saved our lives. You owe them this is the least a we lot. Can do. This right. is late, late night because bar closed. So Did you I, say I two a.m. Like, I fast forwarded this. Oh. It was a. It was. A, I tried to slow build it good, but it was slower. It was a slower build than I. This is year one. We it. have like four so. of these. Five of these, six of these. This five. is every year, I swear yeah. to God. Um, so the rusty nail so. stays open late. And, oh. and, and it was way late in the night where you said, hey, the, I, try, I appreciate your it kindness. Was this this gets, thank you for taking this gets our better. lives into your hands. And this gets saving. better. I'm not sure what come happened. Come on back to the cabin to battle they didn't, they didn't come back right away. The I, boys went back, okay? And I know my side of the story. I know my side of the story, and no one knows my side, and it is epic. <laughs> no one, um, no one knows my side of the story. So the boys went back. They gave up. These chicks, they didn't ask. Okay. Hold, hold. So there's a bike rental. No, 
Okay, well, sorry, sorry. you might have asked, but no, I thought I thought you, you jumped. Them. I thought you jumped to the house. <laughs> Go on, sorry. So the boys are back, and I hang low. I hang back, ride caboose, you know, way back. Me too. And there's a bike rental place between the rusty nails. Literally a block. There's a, there's a block. Can. There's one. Who wants a huffy? There's one stop, and it happens to be a bike stop. So so it's a nice huffy boy. That's a hell of a huffy like boy. Like bird scooter rental type stuff. Those were pretty locked up, but I did check all of the locks, and there was two Huffies fresh, ready to rip. One, one was a Huffy, one was a Schwinn. So I'm like, boys. Schwinn. So, so they went to the cabin. They went to the cabin. I doubled back to the bar, to the Rusty. With? Come on. I was like. Come back to the cabin. Solo. You said hey, yeah, this is I was over. like I was so I was slingshotting JP in. I had a bike too. For dude. the win. Hey, the I had a bike too. So yes. I think JP doubled back as well and we both stole bikes. Hold on. Let me can I say Yeah, what? I want to hear his side. I I I mean I don't know. I might have fucked is. it up. No, no, you didn't. Like we it you I don't know together at some point. It does. I think this is But I remember like, You took a no, this is what happened. You found a bike and you found your way home. I found a bike and did not find my way home. Oh yeah. Okay. Those, but there but, was but, one. Nope. This is the, where it gets their good. Their gang split up. This is so you found it back to Juts. I found myself and lost in Battle of the Lake, and <sighs> I Oof. I fell off my bike a few times. I had a few cocktails. And I, I swear to I swear on sea bass. <laughs> I swear on sea bass. Swear on the name. Seabass. The first car to pull up to me as I'm like limping on the ground, probably fell off my bike. Was the bartenders? That's no. what it was. I swear to Jesus. That's and, what and, it was. And I, I respectfully returned my bike back to the mom pa shop. That but night. I, yep. And then and then I was like in the car with these girls and they're yeah, like, yeah, "Where do you, you live?" That wasn't I was like, "All of them." What? I swear to God, a chick rubbed pegs. No, no, no. well, maybe on mine. I had two. Gr- okay, well, <laughs> well, here that's that. Let me finish this one, what? dude. <laughs> what? So I was like, we were riding around Battle of the Lake, Minnesota, and they're like, "Where do? You, where are you staying?" Yeah. And I was like, "Find the bass boats." <laughs> and, and there's there's two a vexus a camus and another vexus boat so like you can't yeah. in a little town you can't miss it and you sure know, shit we pull up and Unreal. the girl's like no shit and, and mama go, was there yeah and all i remember was this tiny cabin filled with women and dudes just well, we came like, in. It was like the boys' weekend, like night at the fire, like Friday night, like everybody like reminiscing on good times. I'm and then Saturday night, it was like college all over again. There's like there's a bunch of people in the cabin, <laughs> and there's a two bikes in the cabin. We did bring us. Why are the bikes back? in yeah. the cabin? The bass boats are outside. Like, what's the problem with bikes being outside? We returned the bikes <laughs> the next morning. And and the one had pegs, so that was clearly a mongoose no, or something I, cool. I, I, dude, they had pegs, dude. They, they had pegs. Badass. I don't know where you got the pegs from, but I specific. Dude, I... where's a two seater? I don't remember. Ain't no way. I... We got separated, but I thought we sure did. I thought 
I don't even know, man. I picture JP like as he had fallen off his bike a few times, just like like a, a gorgeous three pound male that had gotten side hooked, <laughs> and it's a little limp, but it's still trying to make its bed. And then like you know these these females pull up to the shallows, and he's like, follow the bass boats. Oh my gosh, dude! That's it's like it's the only tradition that really like besides Thanksgiving and yeah. Christmas and so, birthdays that like I look forward that, to that. Well, like that sticks around, right? right? Like you bet you go on those trips or you go on those you do those deals, but like that is something we do with our friends every and the fact that we've ran here like that's bass. hard to pull off, and we do it, dude. That is hard, and that's like. That's sweet. Awesome. That's tradition. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's straight up tradition. But, but the, that's, yeah. Sorry, you go. No, you go ahead. No, you go. <laughs> you go. No, but you go. This is what I need to know. Your one clearly was, you know, a, a, a home run, per se. I need to know, as you roll back into the rusty nail, order a bacon cheeseburger and a couple cold beers, and you see sea bass roll in for the very first time, a year to the day, and you make eye contact with him, and he looks back, what happens? So tell him like last year, two years later, two years later, this was after we'd seen him two years in a row at the nail. We decide we're going to eat at, you know, a different restaurant for dinner. And I swear to God on my soul, Jut walks in. We It's more of a family establishment. Jet walks through the first set of front doors. But Seabass still local. Does there. not make oh. it through the second set of front doors. He's like, Seabass is here. We have to eat somewhere else. No, no, dude. We all turn around. Oh, we, dude. I'd, we, I'd be. No, no, I'm dude. First we all, and I was like, like are you fucking kidding? This situation. is a family restaurant. There are families everywhere. There's, I don't even know if they serve booze well, here. What like, was the name of the family restaurant? Jet. Oh, I'm gonna look it up. What didn't you, you not? Didn't you see like him? Tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. You know I how? Remember. You know how like you walk into an establishment and you wait for the waiter to come up. Like, yeah. how many you got? Yeah, and we're all like, uh, one, two, three, six of us, and we yeah. like we turned around and he was right there in no. like a little booth, and we're like, uh, what was zero? <laughs> we're gonna go. We back. don't have any anywhere. Dude, and from it's what you saw, Stubbs from- Dining and Saloon. Yeah. So we were gonna walk into Stubbs Dining and That's, Saloon. And that clearly, was, you recognized brunch. Turned around, walked three blocks to a different restaurant. But he That's the night you? I don't know. Jet walked in first, and he's like, "I can't saw him. do it, man." I saw Damn. him. I saw him too. But that, that was Donna night, wasn't it? That was Donna. So we probably saw Seabass later that night at at yeah. That was another night at the Nail. We met a few ladies. T shoes dad slingshotted us for that one. <laughs> Nothing great happened that night. Yeah, but, nothing. But it was a it was a slow build to nothing. But it was good. Good weekend. It's always fun bassing with like your best friends. Oh yeah. And and just having those weekends. Dude, where... it, go, it goes back to Savi's main point, right? So like, it's just super fun. Like the memories you make. Like it's, it all becomes. It's just like hanging out with buddies, doing whatever. But you're all there for a purpose, and like you all like accumulate from multiple areas. Yeah. And you're all able to relate in the same way at the same time and just like have a good time. So it's it's crazy how it all lines up, but it's it's just weird. Dude, it, it really is. It's it's the most insane memorable moments happen off the water on fishing trips. But they don't just happen on trips, they happen on fishing trips. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. I'm here to say it's Scouts Honor and that's I, I we might be biased because we're fishermen, but any of you listening, I know you've been on trips. 
and some of the most fondest memories you've ever had have been on a fishing trip with pals off the water. I think the cool thing though about it is like you can plan trips like with your friend circle and and go plan this trip where you're going I don't know, Miami or whatever you want to do, right? But like go have a good time, but all you're doing there in a different place is the same thing that yeah. you do at home when you're all together, drinking, right. having fun, doing all this good time stuff. When you're with like a fishing community, you all come from separate lives that you weren't planning, but you're planning the same event. You're there for a purpose. You're not there for anything other than that. And you just naturally like gather, share the same, share the same passion, stumble into this stuff. It's a big small world out there. It's, it's, it's a big small world out there where you are almost just like no expectations are the best expectations where it just all becomes something and it's so fresh it's so new and it's all this kind of good stuff and you just become this environment around like what like and you have no plan for it right that's the fun right it's the Almost unexpected like tonight. yeah, yeah. 100%. Just how, just how the cookie you know crumbles, yeah that's it's so pretty cool. cool it's really cool for sure it's pretty cool and you can't write it. You really cannot you can't. write it. You Unless it's a Yelp it. review. <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah. Write you can write you that. You can write that you down. Can read it. You Shout out it. to Hayes William Hayes. Shakespeare Baldwin. <laughs> oh my Legendary dude. Welcome to the third period. Welcome to the third We're going to start it out with the happy days. Happy days. Happy days. With, happy days. With a little hey, bit of a whistler. Yep, a little whistler. We're running low, we're running dry, but it keeps our... Chops nice and whistling. We've talked about some Champions Tour. We've talked about some happy days. We've talked about some stories. We've talked about some reviews. Um, I'd like like to kind of parlay this back into period number one. Um, And and kind of where we left off on period number one, where Chad was talking about the Bassmaster Opens, um, and more specifically as a co-angler, if you are a young angler and you don't have a boat, or maybe you do have a boat, but you have aspirations at learning or fishing at a higher level, would you suggest the Opens, and why? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, so things have changed a lot, right? So we had, like, the FLW Tour that had co-anglers. They no longer do that anymore, and obviously they're not FLW, they're MLF, and they're the pro circuit, I think, is that what it is but either nonetheless um for me like i didn't have the means to go about fishing nationally as a boater i had a bass boat at the time i was fortunate for that but i worked hard to get that and from there it it was kind of like an opportunity for me to go travel and fish around the country for a lot less money that i I didn't really even realize the opportunity at the time, but like, as I got into it more, it was very, very beneficial. You're in a boat with a bunch of different people. Um, you, I was fortunate to have someone like Josh, Figgy, Seth, who all, you know, I I could practice with them and, and get a lay of the land and whatnot. But like the real value comes from hopping in a boat on tournament day with somebody you've never met before most of the time and 
you're put in their best case scenario that they have for a tournament and you learn a lot in those moments you learn a lot about what they were doing you learn a lot about their mentality and how they handle the given day and like a big thing that i've been an advocate for is learning from other people's mistakes or successes and you start to analyze that over time and you start to realize like a common denominator almost that what works when and what doesn't then and so you learn how people adjust you get to like be on the outside looking in and it's really really eye-opening i think if you pay attention to it JP, you think he'd ever do the opens as a co? He's a good co. I I uh, I think that would be per- I think that'd be a great start to great start to the whole fishing world. Um I think it's crucial actually to like the like to to get where you wanna be in that to learn um being a co, catching fish behind a guy who is top notch, I think that's crucial, honestly. So definitely I think I think I think it's huge and especially in today's world. Um You've learned a lot as a co. I, I mean I, I've fi- I've just been club fishing a lot. Um but then again fishing out at the back of your boat is um I have to learn a lot because you teach me <laughs> things too. That's the thing is like you take somebody fishing and Chad, you maybe experienced this. Soby, you maybe experienced JP. I know you've experienced this where you teach the guy who's running the boat something and sure. like there's a benefit both ways, whether you're taking the guy fishing or you're going fishing with that person. And Chad, you could probably attest to this from like, a mentorship standpoint from being a co-angler of like, I, this is something I've learned with the guys who've taught me how to fish. And it's like, there's a give and take and you like you guys learning to get into this sport that want to be something else. Just remember that because if you're a taker, if you're just take, 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 people will stop wanting to give you stuff. Well, what makes a good relationship, just like a, just like a wife, just like a super Steph, just like whatever it is, right? Mama. Um, there's a give and take to anything. And um, like what was cool for me growing up was like guys like Nick Gross, who's a neighbor of mine now. Like we would get in the boat and Nick had more experience than me in years. But, you know, I was maybe doing something a little bit different than he was doing. And I would learn from Nick and Nick would learn a little bit bit for me but my number one goal as a co-angler or as a guy fishing out of nick's boat you know honored by the opportunity to learn from a guy like that it was i am like doing everything i can to give this guy something in return for what i'm getting right yeah and you can maybe attest to that chad there's a there's a quote that i've been kind of like a big fan of and it goes something like this but it's it's an idiot doesn't learn from their mistakes. A smart person learns from their mistakes. For but sure. a genius learns from other people's mistakes. Ooh. Definitely not a genius. Damn. I'm not <laughs> but 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 like concept wise, Deep. 
like conceptualize it's there you know like it's it's interesting to like break that down for sure so like i've never like i'm not uh, again like i'm i'm 100 percent not calling myself a genius like totally (laughs) not (laughs) but but it's it it goes with the proven fact of like fishing as a co-angler and like the point you should be doing it where if you were to hop in to like, let's just say the opens and you go out there and you're like trying to learn, it's really hard to learn from your own mistakes when you don't know what's wrong. Right. If you go out there and you learn from your mistakes, like it's entire power to you. But as a co-angler, you're able to go put yourself in that position for a lot lower cost in those scenarios to learn from other people's mistakes sure that is valuable that's super valuable yeah you get to watch them make the right decision you get to watch them most of the time make the wrong that's where it becomes a learning curve you know like it's like it's easy to come out of a good tournament and just be like oh yeah and like you know whatever but you learn the most from your bad ones or their bad ones. Without a doubt. For sure. <laughs> I remember the Silverados. That's the closest thing that I've, I guess, seen in the state of Minnesota to, like, being a co-angler on the Bassmaster Opens would be, like, the Silverado Pro-Am in, back in the day. And that Pro-Am, like... That's I so was, cool you got to compete in those. For sure. You know, I was old enough to compete in those and those too young to compete I was in those. Like, you know? Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, they were a cool deal. And I wasn't on, like, the... The thriving part of the Silverado, like that was before my time. Even I was on the tail end of it. I was just in the Junior Bassmasters pre-high school fishing, uh, just like you guys. I think there wasn't high school fishing when you guys were around, right? You guys are only a couple years younger than me. Very little. We we competed in a couple high school state tournaments, but it was like it wasn't even much of a thing when we were like. No, it was like not a thing, but it was a a little thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, like, we had the Junior Bass Master Club, which was hosted by an adult fishing club, which is the Granite City Bass Masters. They're out of St. Cloud, Minnesota. And, you know, I was just a kid getting into the sport, and I my dad doesn't fish. Um, my grandpa got me into it. Walleye fish or whatever, generic fishing, so yeah. to speak. Um, and uh, got into this junior club, and these couple of the better pros which was sean Haig and uh doug petrak at the time um fished the silverados as pros right and these guys kind of ran the the club that took the juniors fishing for the junior league nights so to speak right so i fished a year of junior leagues and got to know these the sean Haig, who now lives in uh texas and doug petrak who now is a full-time guide on kentucky lake yeah um these are the guys who really molded me for bass fishing along with nick gross who was doug petrak's partner blah 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 blah, blah. anyway um <clears throat> so silverados i get to like doug's fishing these bigger events like i'm a kid there's these little events and now i'm hearing about these bigger events like oh pro-am like dang i could fish that so i went to a few weigh-ins and it was like pretty cool and the next year i signed up as an am i remember and not knowing a co-angler side of things, you know, you just, you think it's the mega bowl of mega bowls, right? It's the Silverado. Oh, like, absolutely. It was basically, yeah. 
the equivalent at, for me at the time, not knowing anything, it was yeah. basically the Bassmaster Opens, right? These guys totally. knew what the hell they were doing. And I didn't. I was a little kid. So I was really excited. And it's so weird because the pros I was with, no knock on them, but I didn't get like these insane draws that I heard about. Your Dean Capras, your uh, Brad Leifermans, your Corey Putnams, your what have you. That first year I fished, and it was one of those deals where I think we fished Lahamadu the first time, and we got an okay finish. And then the second tournament was on Lake Minnewaska, and I think we had barely cashed a check on Lahamadu, and I had drawn the guy who had gotten second last on Lake Lahamadu nice. for Lake Minnewaska. So I'm like, sweet. But Chad was saying earlier how he would go with pros and help him practice. Well, the year that I started fishing the Silverados as an am, Doug had moved to Kentucky. So Nick Gross was Doug's partner. Nick Gross jumped up to fish the pros in the Silverado, and I was like, the am. And I had asked Nick Gross, like, hey, can I practice with you for these, right? And what I learned practicing with Nick Gross prepared me so much to be a co-angler in those events, or at least, you know, kind of lucked out to be, right? Um, so that second event on Lake Minnewaska, I'd practiced with Nick Gross, and we had had a, just a time. And I had all this confidence in a jig worm uh, out there. And remember, I drew uh, a guy who not finished well in Lahabadu, and I'm like, oh, crap. And I was kind of down in the dumps before the event. And uh, he had found some fish out and like, Egypt, he said, you know, I was like, whatever, I got this jigworm I like, you know. <laughs> um, and we go out, and uh, so Silverado's, it was a pro-am event, but you fished as a team. Ooh. So that was kind oh, of the unique okay. part I didn't, about I didn't, it. I didn't know I that. don't think I did either. Yeah. I had no idea that was the case. So it was six fish, your best six fish, and the am and the pro fish as a team. That's I, how it works. I had no idea that was which is a really cool deal because yeah. it was it 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 totally took that back boater it's almost like the out of it US unless there was a huge yeah. ego or with, whatever maybe yeah maybe. But sorry yeah but, but at that, that point like he he wants you to catch him you want him to the catch him the pro, there's there's yeah. like how did how did right. of like dude we're doing this right let's do this and I think about like why there isn't that now with the high school like you have AMs lined up. Yeah. And there's no Pro-Am. But anyway, uh, there's Marshalls in the Classic Bass Champions Tour, which is a priceless learning experience. Yeah, but that, Yeah. Um, so the Silver... So we're, I've had some of the coolest, like, marshalling high school kids in the Champions oh, Tour, yeah. too, for the record. Like, they've been... I've had some awesome The coolest. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, Marshalls. Shout out. Shouldn't watch this till you're 18, but we love you. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so, Good point. <laughs> so we're on this flat in Egypt, and he's like, I was catching him on a jig. I was like, oh, I can't catch him on a jig on Lake Minnewaska. Like, I don't, or didn't used to. And this was back when the largemouth would win. Yeah. Um, and I, I just remember I was soaking that jig worm out of the back of the boat, and uh, I think I weighed all six of our fish that day. And that's not, not <sighs> bragging, but like it was like that chad smith co-angler moment where yeah. you're soaking a jig worm out the back bail open and 
this was on my birthday. We took second that day. That's cool. To Shane Raveling. Cool. Uh, yep. And uh, Shane Raveling probably had the tournament won in like five minutes. But that spot Shane won off of, we later learned, you know, Nick Gross ended up winning like the next five tournaments off that spot. He's, wow. He started like 50 yards down and took like fifth or seventh that tournament the guy I practiced with and like I was like all down in the dumps before the tournament and this guy like found this Egypt grass that was out in nowhere because Waska is super flat yeah so that's like what's cool about the lake is you can like you used to be able to find these really cool schools of largemouth that were like to yourself yeah and he'd found some bass, like some really good ones in practice. It like the the spot Shane won off of, like that was the winning. Like you couldn't beat it. Like Nick Gross won like the next four or five tournaments off that That's spot. So cool. Like it was that is cool. It, um, but it was a cool moment for me anyway. But that Silverado tour, it was like that thing you said, Chad, that Josh told you about. There's bass everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like and it was like almost as an am. You're like. Oh man, I got a bad draw. Oh man, I got a guy who's a hack. Not necessarily. And yeah. I learned that I guess fishing as a team from a team standpoint, but like I don't I th- know. I think it Silver all back, were cool, man. It all goes back to confidence, right? For sure. So like if you literally believe it, it's like that manifestation stuff we talked about earlier. If you actually believe that there's a bass at every cast, then like you're gonna be in good hands, I think. I actually think you're right. That focus, that that mentality, to be able to do that every cast and and literally think about every time you're pulling your lure that there's a five pounder behind that, it. I tell myself to do that, but doing that for eight hours straight, it's hard. I, I'll be honest, I. It's hard to do. It's creating the good habits, and it, it becomes something that, like, even on that, like, lackadaisical cast or something that you don't think is the right one, that's when you get bit, and then all of a sudden you're totally. dialed, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. that's when it catches you off guard. It's 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 almost like the perfect storm. It always happens, right? When you don't expect something in fishing is when it happens. And, and it's kind of back what to like what Dougie said on your previous podcast is like fishing with different people is a cheat code. It, it is. It honestly and, and, is. and you, and yes. you might not take away the world from it. You might not fish with a different person and be like, wow, now I can win a Bassmaster classic. But when you fish with different people, you pick up on this thing or that thing, or you might be able to pack a sandwich better, or you might be able to learn this bait works well in a jig worm or this bait. Oh my God, you can drop shot that bait. Or wow! Oh wow! You 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 don't peg your weight. He or, was wow, saying you do that this? with his style. It's an yeah. all-around encompassing like, benefit. With his style, like you are, everybody you're fishes by. different. Everybody but, fishes different. But we can all attest to that guy we fished with the most that influenced yep. us, that shaped your style for sure. Yes. Fishing maybe more than yeah. the next guy. And like I think about like Nick Gross, you know, some of those guys and how they shaped my style as an angler. And it's almost a little ace in the hole if you are able to take that and run with it and continue to evolve it yes. and put your own twist on it. That. Like you, like I can't be Jay Z. Like yeah. there's no way. Right. I'm white. You're Aaron Teal. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're Aaron Teal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, so but you can take 
all those little bits and pieces and put yeah. them together Bingo. into your own formula. Yep. You can you find tailor make it to Aaron Teal. Tailor made. R seven driver. Gang. Taylor gang. <laughs> but no, for real. That I mean, that's a real thing, and like I think that's like the power of it. It's it's learning how to take bits and pieces from everybody you encounter, and putting it into your own formula to make it work best for you. Totally. It's it's it sounds yeah. it, it's it's complicated, but it's actually that simple. Well, you know how many fishing spots I've received since I started this podcast? Zero. Okay. Yeah. But you know how much like. Like I've learned, like it's it's not about that. Like learning how people think, getting to talk to you yep. guys, getting to talk to different and that, anglers, and understanding how different anglers think about the sport, think about water, think about fishing. That'll resonate with more something that. that you've learned. Resonate with something that you've learned in the past on the water. Like, dude, dude, that's crazy. That's you point. say that. Like, just listening to your podcast. And, and the different things that, like, a Jim Moyna will say or this person will say, like, I'll be sitting in the truck driving and be like, oh, oh. And it's like different light bulbs will pop off everywhere. And it, dude, no smoke. Serious. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's That's so the real. the benefit of this podcast. Yeah. Is that you have brought together all of these, like, unique individuals and everyone else gets to sit here and <laughs> and be here. Yeah. Well, like... I appreciate that a lot, yeah. first off. But, like, B, for me, it's like, what could I do that, you know, if... if they, This episode is brought to you by Just North of Memphis Barbecue. This is world champion barbecue. If you smoke meat and you don't like good barbecue, I do not know what to tell you right now besides you need to try some of this stuff. They've got their rub. They've got their sauces right on their website. They've got their famous dry rub award-winning seasoning that you can put on ribs, brisket, pulled pork, chicken, wings, anything you like to put on the smoker, on the oven, on the grill, any meat you like to cook. You need some of this dry rub seasoning in your life. But don't forget the sauce because that's award-winning world champion sauce here. No matter what flavor you like, they've got three different sauces and they are all good you can drink them straight out the bottle we've got sweet christies for all you sweet loving barbecue folk we've got christies mischief for all you spicy bass anglers out there and then we've got christies gold and they'll sell all three of them in a combo but you need to go to their website right now it's jnomemphis.com that's jnomemphis.com dry rub sauce barbecue let's go this podcast is brought to you by my brother from another mother my tournament partner and the best rod builder north of the equator that still has 2020 vision Veselka Fishing and Customs, specializing in custom fishing rods. Your custom rod, the way you want it, because it has to be your rod. However, he has a wide variety to choose from, including his all-new for 2023 custom chicken rod. If you throw the big fluff, the hairy gary, the rotisserie dissery, the half-ounce palamalu, the three-quarter-ounce rooster biscuit, the lightener looking like D. Snyder, 
you're going to want to be throwing the Veselka Fishing Chicken Special Big Hair Jig Rod. Mr. Veselka spent a lot of time on this rod, and it has the perfect action to throw, hook, and land those fish that you maybe pulled the bait out from because the rod was too stiff or had them spit it because your rod didn't have the backbone. Well, the new chicken special from Veselka Fishing and Customs has worked to solve both of those issues along with superior balance and quality components. So head on over to his website, veselkafishing.com. That's V-O-C-E-L-K-A fishing.com. Pick this rod up before it's too late because up here in the North Country, they about to be schooling. We weren't recording if we weren't you know if, if this didn't work out you know i could say wow i learned so much and what if like this is all about i just want to talk to people and learn how they think and get to know them and uh i i think hopefully that translates to the audience and you know you you develop a connection with the angler and learning how they think is is more and why they think yeah and what is is more important than where they fish yeah i think the only thing you needed to do is say exactly just that it's your why and i think everybody already knew it before it you even had to say that i appreciate that dude i hope so because like the last thing i want to be is a sleazeball about <laughs> any of it uh a because i you're have not. so much respect for number one you're like, not appreciate that no. yeah. but i have a lot of respect for everyone i've had on and and so many more people i want to have on just everybody Did so you, i just want to be you know you want to think your biggest feat is of it all is that i think other people want to be on it with you because you're a fucking hammer too <laughs> totally facts totally. i appreciate yeah, that totally Seriously. like like it, it's always like a, a real recognized real respect game mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's like when when someone clicks on the Bass Galaxy and they know that Aaron Teal is running it, they have an understanding. They're already that, interested. Yeah, they're already interested. Like they they understand that they understand that this dude sn- sells sneaky hair jigs to Noah <laughs> Schultz underneath my freaking coattails against my will. Cut. And, uh, <laughs> cut. <laughs> cut. Cut. And that's and that's why they know. Like, dude, you're yeah, you're you're a little mad scientist guru that has freaking bass on lock. And you're just dangerous, and that's why that's why I listen, and that's why a lot of other people listen is because they want to be dangerous. I want to be dangerous. I want to be better. I want to learn new things. I want to freaking excel, and and I don't get that by just necessarily watching random YouTube videos or different ad pieces, but it's listening to how accomplished anglers think and the decisions they make. And the different things that push them in different directions, and that's the stuff you pull out of people on this podcast, and it's freaking badass. I'll give it you is. a perfect example of exactly what Sobe just described. So I, I think it might have been with John. I think it was with Figgy, but um, I remember fishing. Uh, uh, I don't even know what it was, but it was some tournament on Malax. You guys won, and it was the one you guys one spawning and remember that yeah and i don't know what one of these it was but you dropped like the knowledge on how you did it with your 2d sonar was it nabc 
Yeah. Oh yeah. It was. Yeah. It was NABC. Crazy yeah. enough. I, I was. That one. Yeah. That yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, that one. Dude, I, I was filming <laughs> yeah, Wal- Walters. Walters on that one. Yeah. Wal- Walters and Ron Strand. Well, no, no, that no. I was good. fishing with Walters. No. I got oh, naked that, that one. one. At that one, I was fishing with Walters. That Ain't no way, dope. dude. Walters was fishing Ron Strand. Do Hunter P. Ross. Dude, if it was a spawning dirt, maybe you're right. It was a spawning. Either way. Nonetheless, I remember you guys coming in, and. I was so like, I had heard like through the grapevine kind of thing, and I was like, okay, okay, but you know, like you guys are like fishing deep, small, like deep spawners, and whatever it was, like right, like I'll try not to get into it too much, but like I, I heard you on the, I heard you on one of these, is my point, yeah, of the knowledge you can gain from these for like even me, like you know, like I'm not, like I'm always learning, and. I never thought of what you guys did to win that tournament. I got to give credit to Dane on that one. He, nonetheless, he initially figured it nonetheless, out. And, and right, I don't mean like, to discredit. I just duplicated it. Because it, it was Maselka. a team tournament. But yeah. He's, but still, yeah, he figured still, it out. concept-wise, though, of the point you brought up, Sobe, is that the knowledge drops on this podcast oh, yeah, are sure. very raw, very real, and there's a couple good snippets. You better listen to the that, whole that's why, thing. That's why you listen to two and a half hours long, because right. it's in there. It's in there. Open your ears and shut up and listen, and it's in there. It is. It, yeah, 100%. That means the world, and I don't think anyone wants to see me blush like you boys are making me blush right now, <laughs> uh, and that's super thoughtful. And um I agree with you, and I think the big thing is for me, like if you're driving a lake for like a long tournament or something, it's you got three hours to, to kill. That. That's that's what we're doing, right? Is we're killing, we're, we're killing time to the water, time to Sobe's next YouTube venture. Totally, uh, you know Dude, that type so of thing. It, it gets your mind in that just, space. It gets you. Re- it gets yeah. you amped. It gets you ready. It gets you thinking. It gets you thinking. When you're leaving Mars and you're on your way to Venus, like it's a lot of space to it's a lot travel of through. You know it's what I mean? one big wide open so, space. So, no, so it means here, the world. And the guests is really what to me makes it fun for me is because you get to learn little nuggets and you know, it's not a CNN interview. How'd you win this tournament? What yeah. baits did you throw and where did yeah. you throw them? Yeah. Uh, which is to me, we need that. But we have it, right? There's yeah. a lot of podcasts that are doing that. Yep. And, you know, I, we're going to stay in our own lane in the galaxy. You know what yeah. I mean? There aren't any lanes in the galaxy. No it's lanes. Wide open. Wide so, open. so let's drop <laughs> let's drop some knowledge. And, and this is me. I know you got some bombs to drop. No, no, no. This no? is me coming at it from an inexperienced smallmouth angler that wants to learn a hot tip. Just one thing. You sound like a damn hustler. I could take away from this. Champions Tour, take my money. I'm a, I want to start with JP. Actually, not many then I want to go to Teal, and then I want to go to Chad. Keep me Give honest. me one tip, JP, to make me a better smallmouth angler, deep and shallow. Can I go first? Yeah, Absolutely. Jack can go first. Expect the unexpected. That's a good one. That is a good one. If we're talking smallmouth, you're up, JP. Give me, give me. <laughs> what, give, you didn't like that you, one? No, no. I want, I want some, I no, want like, some baits. I want some situations. Not I to, want. not to quote Mike Iaconelli, but never give up. But my, I guess if we're talking baits, deep, dragging a, the heaviest tube I can get, 
need a beer? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were qu- calling yeah, me yeah. like, hey. Sh- oh, no, no. Keep your koozie. Give me a call. Then. No, I want to become a, like, <laughs> I, I'm from, beer. I'm from the dirty south of southern Minnesota. I'm, I, I've caught plenty of smallmouth in my life, but I overall consider myself an inexperienced smallmouth nice. angler, and I want to be better at it. How? Last time you came fishing with Teal and I, you no, I didn't. Oh, I made I, out of the back of Teal's boat. I didn't, I didn't say, say I didn't mop Sam from Sobe. time to time. I didn't say I didn't mop up from time to time. I was waiting but for I knew your style. But I want to know how do I become a better smallmouth angler, shallow and deep. Depends what lake we're fishing. Yeah. A little bit. Well, then give me some of that. Well, I would say keep an open mind and watch the weather. That'd be mine, too. Why? Well, because smallmouths are gypsies, so you have to be a little bit open. But they're also fairly predictable, I think. Depending what lake, if you know the body of water you're fishing, I think the smallmouth are fairly predictable. And sonar is helping. And I'm not saying I have every lake figured out, but there's lakes where they're more predictable if you understand how your open mind you know what the boundaries of that are the it's it's like understanding that you need to have an open mind but knowing that they'll change yes and and, and having that like like outlook on it i think helps a lot because it it could be something as like derived as having a good spot with smallmouth but like knowing their character, it's like understanding how bass thinks. Yeah. With when it comes to smallmouth. Like spotted bass are the same kind of thing, but it's it's weird when you like almost put yourself in their position. It's like a it's super weird and it's hard to like comprehend, but like once you like I know you know what I mean. I th- I have a vocab word for it. I want to know it. that. So like <laughs> Imagination is a bad word to use because now we're talking to rainbows and freaking anything, right? But an educated imagination to me. I feel with you. smallmouth. Like you're imagining what they could do and the different things they could do when and why. Yeah, and, and, and you have all these questions or hypotheses. Right. And it's not like it's not like calling you out, Sylvie, but it's more so like I've gotten asked that question like multiple times. And like the only way I've been able to describe it is like the open mindedness of it and like understanding like relations that they have as characteristics. And it becomes like almost too complicated if you think about it in a certain way. But then like you need to almost dumb it down to be like really just lenient with like the decisions you make with it and just understanding that the fish is moving a certain way what's your thoughts jp (laughs) (laughs) and and for all you that don't know jp works at into marine and this dude goes bass and every freaking day after work all summer long and, and ladies, and he is single. Oh my gosh, single is a freaking Pringle. Look at the stash. Look at the freaking flow. Are you kidding Rawr. me? Little vex. Do you, do you remember fishing out of the the pontoon? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. That was a good time. That was a good time. That was cool. JP I wasn't there, JP just <laughs> positions himself in a beautiful way in a a twenty five foot Bentley, <laughs> and proceeds to tell me where to pitch this tube. And I just throttle a four-pound smallmouth out of a 25-foot Bentley pontoon. And I was like, smallmouth, 
that happen. Small mouth are so possible. If he if he can do this here, I, I can, can do this. I, I could do this Dude. someday. <laughs> That's the thing. JP taught me something sweet on that lake, and it was what he took you to that day. Like I didn't know about that. So I grew sweet. up on that lake. That's crazy. Yeah, but it makes sense with it some current. Sense. With yeah. some current, I got kind of a spot. cool story on like. Sorry, I, I, not nope, to interrupt or anything. I'm just more so like thinking about like the smallmouth mindset. Let's get into okay. it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I've got a cabin up north. I might not name the lake just for the sake of it. For sure. Um, but tell tell me what the lake is like though, so I have an understanding. Oh, here it's we go. Lake, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Lake Buzz Off, and uh, <laughs> it's right around the corner. Deep, of clear FBO. rocks. Yeah. <laughs> is, is it a, a shallow, flatty lake? Is it it's, like, come it's, on? It's deep. It's clear. Very does, sandy. Does it have structure? It has sand. It has offshore rock. Does it have points? Talk to me. There's some rocks. Okay. Like one or two or four or five or seventeen. Is there rock piles or is there boulders? There's there's rock in there. There's also like a lily pad, right? Okay, okay, yeah, it's a smallmouth lake, so we carry. I'll tell you, on. I'll tell you what lake it is later, but it's not that big of okay. a deal. I just need to like, and I guarantee you know it. But, but nonetheless, my con- my point is is that so when I was pretty young, I was, I think I was in like middle school or something, and I had a fourteen foot like. Or, no, actually, no, I was in high school, and I had my first bass boat. It was a 19-foot Ranger. I actually bought it from Matt Pretzel. Fun fact. Dang. Yeah. Cool. But uh, it was a 2019-foot Ranger. It was white and blue. My pride and joy at the time. Like, I loved the thing, right? But I brought it up to my cabin, and um, it was, like, I don't know. It was, like, middle of June-ish or so and there were some guys like coming out with like snorkeling gear and they were in like a little john boat kind of thing and i'm like like right on they're like dude do you fish out here i'm like yeah and they're like like bass i'm like yeah i'm like dude the the smallmouth are giant out here i'm like yeah i know like i'm like whatever but they're like no like do you really know like like called me out on it and i was like I mean, yeah, dude, I've caught some big smallmouth out here. Like, I don't know, like four or five pounders. But, like, like no, dude, there's, like, six sevens. And, like, I guarantee there's an eight pounder out here. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm, like, you know, like, I'm in high school. And I'm, like, I'm, like, skeptical, too. But, like, I kind of knew my stuff enough to be, like, okay. Like, I know the general public on, like, talking about stuff like that, right? Like, eight an eight pounder. Pound, like eight a, pounder. Are, like, are how many people have not? told you they've caught an eight pounder when it's a three? Yeah, monkeys you know? come flying out of my butt. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly but like Ter- but terrence caught a seven pounder on a hot dog once dude he's <laughs> off the dock and you just nod your head and you're like oh no for sure dude it's oh, all yeah. the time to me too yeah dude right yeah. but but so what intrigued me from these guys then was they went out all night long and they would ca- like catch crayfish because like at, at my cabin they'd all be on the bank like i used to do it when i was younger all the time and just go like see all the crayfish with a flashlight on the bank on the beach and they used to catch them put them in buckets and then go out there in their john boat and they go out to these these big rock reefs and they go down there and they just be stomping they'd be doing all this stuff and whatever and and they said they'd they'd call in smallmouth like it was their day job stomping 
just like doing the putting dust up like they were like doing the like, cherokee indian stomp. Like chest high just stomping around they were in snorkeling gear they were doing all this stuff and it was like crazy what? but on the bottom they were right so like it's just like dust clouds sand yeah. clouds coming up and it'd, it'd just be whatever oh, and like they're so curious that they would come up and just see what the heck was going on and so they'd literally have this crayfish and they'd like mess with the smallmouth like literally like going back and forth zigzagging with their hand with this crayfish in their fingers and throw it at them as hard as they could in the water because they were so fast they said about like 50 percent of the time it worked but like the smallmouth would grab it and and so i'm like i'm like bullshit right yeah i'm like bullshit and so i go out there the next day and i go out on there's very few rock reefs out there nonetheless very few yeah there's another hint (laughs) selby okay okay crayfish the forge very few rock reefs some lily pads in the lake bunch of dudes stomping around narrowed stunt (laughs) (laughs) local diving activity (laughs) cries but nonetheless so i go out there I'm like by myself. It's like seven in the morning, whatever. I'm just having fun. I love snorkeling. Like I got to, like especially at my cabin, it's very clear. Oh. <laughs> and but so I, I, I always had a blast doing it when I was growing up. And so I'd be out there and I, I did exactly what they described. Stomped around. And I'm like whatever. And I'm I'm just like, it's not working, whatever. I didn't I didn't catch any crayfish or nothing, but they they like said they were like fortunate enough to like flip over a few rocks and like grab a few crayfish even at times and stuff like that. So like I'm like flipping over rocks just to see before anything, and like I'm dusting up the whole clouds, all this. Dude, I turn around and there's like a four and a half pound smallmouth just looking at me, like from me to you, teal. Just from, smelling like, that crop dust. No, from like me to you. What? No, like yeah. Like this- and so I'm I'm like I'm like over here like doing all this and I turn around and it's like looking at me. Just like whatever. And I'm like Hey <laughs> <laughs> You know, like and so I am trying to like touch this smallmouth. <laughs> With and your hand? Yeah, Wait, with my hand. Dude, what? I'm in the water right now. Like I'm like I'm like snorkeling. Wait, how, like nipples or like Yeah, about yeah. About like, nipples. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, now and you're the death like, prank. How where's the smallmouth? So, like compared to your nipples? On like about two feet from the bottom from me to you. Okay. So it's deep deeper. Right. And so, so it's like, like I'm looking like at underwater you. looking at this smallmouth like up here. Okay. So you're in the water. And yes. Like hi. Like yeah, me like, away. I'm like, I'm like, dude, what up? <laughs> and, and so I'm, I'm just like sitting there, like trying to like, I'm like going up to this thing, and it's kind of like, can't touch this. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like, know? and and, and cocky. so yeah, totally. And so I like start. I'm like, no way. And I like start flipping over rocks. I'm like finding crayfish, but they're like really quick. I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys, this is crazy. And. So I'm like, okay, I can't catch a crayfish right now. But, like, this smallmouth is, like, following me. Like, I mean, dude, we went, like, 50 feet. It's your new friend. Like, and it's just with me. It just followed time. you. This only smallmouth, and it's a giant. Big. <laughs> okay, like, straight up. And so I'm like, dude, screw this. I'm going to try to touch it. Yeah. Like, I gave I gave up on fishing or on feeding it. 
and like whatever and i'm just like okay let's just try to touch this thing and so like i'd like reach for it and it kind of just like you know do its little back off and i'd like try again and then like i, I just started like being a small mouth <laughs> like i know that sounds crazy but i was like i was like with it and eventually it let me just like pet it what i know what it sounds crazy what yeah what 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 <laughs> it let dude, you pet dude it like it'd be it'd be like it'd be like a little brush and it'd like it'd just kind of be like this and it'd come back right to me like dude it was like a cat it was crazy what yeah domesticated smallmouth you domesticated a smallmouth did you, no recorder, no like flute. Like you weren't like rattlesnake, fucking. You weren't playing Kenny G or nothing, dude. Like, I was literally snorkel, like out the water, like holding my breath and like going under and like playing with this thing. Did it was, you? It was did like you a try pet. To it was crazy. Capture these smallmouth via hook and line later. Yes. Did it work? No. It didn't like you at that point. Yeah, I caught like, a bunch you, of rock bass. So I've had cats, and you play like. I wonder if you'd have had, like, no, dude, the like Snoopy pole and, like, the string with, like, the chartreuse little bleh and, like, gotten dude, it to, I, like, chase no, like, that for real. No. Like, like, dude, it, what, but, what? but, like, to the whole point earlier what? of the questions what? asked on, like, how do you predict or, like, like, what would your tip be for a smallmouth? That made me realize that there aren't any. Yeah, I don't. I it's don't. understanding them, dude. They're a, they're. What do they're, you What do you I learn have, from that? I like, a, oh yeah, I have a, another. You can pet them I don't want to go on Jeff like these Sprague rants. Them? Like what? I don't want to go on these rants, but like I have another really crazy story. Do it uh, 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 off the cup before go you go into that yes. story. I have Parlay. I have ideas now. Like, why would I not tie up the fattest power shot of my entire life? Why would I not power shot a one ounce bait and just throw it out on some area that I feel like smallmouth exist in this lake and just whack, 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 stir up the bottom, and then it comes up and just picks up my freaking drop shot and whack. What do they call them? That's a thing. I think I'm going to buy a pair of, what do they call them, mucklucks? I think I'm going to buy a pair of mucklucks. Like pounding a power shot? So you got to okay. muckluck the bottom is what you're saying. Yeah, muckluck let's hear, the bottom. I'm going to tell you let's guys hear this other story. blow your mind. Yeah. This let's one, hear This one I'm, I'm very, very confident will blow your mind. I'm, I'm very confident my this, mind is already is, blown. But. So I learned this when I was about six, what? I think. Yeah. And this is the credit I give fish as a whole, right? Their brain is the size of a peanut. Yep. You don't think they have a whole lot to offer, and you think you know everything about them. You do not. So, when I was, like, six, I had, like, an ultralight and, like, a one-inch Rapala. It was a perch color lure. And I would catch the crap out of rock bass on it at my cabin. Okay? Just had so much fun, right, catching every cast, basically. It was just fun, right? And so, so I caught so many that I go to, like, flip it on the dock and whatever, and the line broke, and the rock bass fell in with my perch lure in its mouth. I'm like, oh, no, you know? And, like, I'd go down there, like, I mean, it's, like, 6.30 in the morning, like, and the sun rose at 4.30 or whatever the heck you want to call it. And so I'd already been down there for a while, 
had fun. Like, I'm about to go back for breakfast, but like, I lost my lure and I didn't have anything else with me. I didn't have a scissor, I didn't have pliers, I didn't have anything. I just brought that rod with that bait. And so I'm like, shoot, I don't want to run back to my cabin because we had like neighboring cabins and like they all knew me. I could like fish their docks and whatever. So I was like down the way a little way. Um, again, water super clear, but so I'm like, so I, I, I follow this rock bass that dropped before I flipped it onto the dock and it goes under the dock. And so I'm like laying on the dock as a kid, my head hanging over, watching this rock bass with its little purse lure in its mouth. And I'm like, gosh, dang, I just want to get that back. Especially cause like, you know, I just didn't want to lose it cause I was catching him on it. And so I'm like hitting, I'm like, I'm like going with my rod tip, trying to hit this thing, like doing it, whatever for like, I laid there for a half hour. It was super crazy. Cause there was like other like rock bass down there. Like swimming, right? Or is it, like, no, is it, it, was, it was just like kind of going around, but it was like chilling. Like, dude, they all sat under the dock. So like, there were like, there were like probably 50 rock bass or in like 20 sunnies sitting under the dock at the time. Like that. I was just like watching mine with this lure hanging out. It's good deck of its mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm just watching this thing laying on the dock, head hanging over. Like it was just like just hardcore for like a half hour. And I'm like hitting th- the thing. And like I hit the thing like pretty good a few times. Like it was actually like crazy. I'm like, how did it not come off? Mm-hmm. Like, how did, I, like, dang it. And eventually there was a boat lift next to the dock. Like, just one of those standard metal metal boat lifts. I kid you not, I watched this rock bass go up to one of the posts. He, like, swam up, hit his cheek on the boat lift. Nothing happened. Went back up, hit it again. Knocked the lure out of his cheek. It landed on the post, the perpendicular post of the dock lift. I dipped down with my rod tip, picked it up, and I had to go, I will never underestimate a fish ever in my life again. Damn. That's <laughs> smart, smarter than you think. No further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> wow. 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 And that and that's a rock bass. And that's and that is the bottom. <laughs> right. Of the, that is the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I was like, Rocky Rococo, you got a little more to you than I thought. People don't even knife them; they have worms. I finesse <laughs> those rock bass. Yeah. I don't know about Dude. you guys, but I finesse those rock bass. Okay? Dude, one hundred percent. I've caught them on bare yeah. hooks. Like, I even had like, there's a lodge next to my cabin. Oh, hint number whatever. Lodge. Okay. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah I want to hear you guess it before I tell you. Lodge. But puzzle. But they said even the <laughs> the turkey vultures when you eat the Rockies. Turkey vultures. <laughs> uh, interesting. I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm gonna be like, no way. No. Yeah, it's not what we're expecting. I guarantee it might be. No further question. It for sure totally maybe Well, is. what I what I do know is it ha- that lake has the smartest rock bass. Dude, yeah. no, but in the it, land. That, crazy? that that is it just it just what? makes you double back and think like, let me just get this 
Let me get this. No, but it's smart. like it's like it's like a one-time thing. You're like, did I just see something? And then you're like, no, I did it again. It went right back up and just knocked its cheek. I don't know, I man. Like, you were six. Crazy. I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, right? Oh my god, dude! I won't ever forget what? it. It was crazy. Yeah, dude, that is wild. Forget everything you've ever heard about fishing. Just turn it all off. Like from now on, I I will get outsmarted by a bass. Most of them. And we we all it. get outsmarted by most of them. I think. Yeah. To your point. Yeah. So I don't know what that tells Especially me. Especially the that teaches bass. me. Jesus. But like, smallmouth shallow, smallmouth deep. If you catch a rock bass. I was just trying to change the you're getting subject, your lure back. So. <laughs> Yeah, where were we? I love it. I I, I asked originally if you could give me one piece of advice for smallmouth shallow and smallmouth deep. What would you give me? I think we all got through that, except you. Yeah. So no, I was the one asking the question. Oh my gosh! What are you holding back? If you catch a smallmouth, let it go. Cast back. (laughs) Catch a rock bass. And if you break off, look to the nearest post. You're kind of a simpleton, though, like, on the real. Like, getting getting down to the nitty-gritty, you don't overcomplicate things. And that's one thing I've, I've learned to appreciate about you. And when you get in my boat is your three-rod Todd, and you're going to catch him on one of them three. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I three do. Three-dob Todd. I do whatever think. Whatever you want to call your signature, signature dob Todd. I think I'm a simpleton, but at the same token, like, especially, like, off camera and just playing around like i i dick around with a lot of different lures a lot of hooks a lot of everything um i i play around till i i find stuff that i really like and then i i do stick with it so like i i probably think i'm a simpleton but i i experiment a lot what's maybe ba- that's the way to put it sorry no yeah i like yeah. that i like that um what's the balance between selby on camera versus off camera it's a hard balance i'd say and that's a great question um like either way all good right it's just more so curious yeah no either way it's all good the i'm i'm my own worst enemy because like when you you put together a film or a video you try your best to create a story right and in a story there's a beginning a middle and an end and you don't have to necessarily tell it in that order but there's a beginning, middle, and end, and I feel like to create a good story, you have to touch on all those parts, right? And my worst enemy is myself because I like fishing. Like, I don't care if we're going for crops or bass or walleyes. or crops or, got me good, Oh, dude. or if we're ice fishing. Crops. Like, <laughs> dude, I'm a, I am about it. I'm a, an absolute, I, I don't know why. I feel like even the last two years, I'm just a giddy child. I'm so, I'm just fired up about it every every bit of it and especially bass obviously that's the beauty but like when you get when you get into a zone or especially stick really yeah and especially if you don't Mm, catch them right away if you don't catch them right away and you go into like search and destroy mode you're like i could i could care less what cameras are in existent everything is away and we we're gonna go catch their ass like now i'm pissed and you just go and you go and you go and it, throw your like camera you said, right in the lake and you say yeah. I don't want it. 
the difference between myself on camera, off camera is if I caught him, I kind of knew I was going to catch him. If, if I, if I catch him, I might've just caught him and figured him out have and I, ever, and I didn't film anything about it because it's ever, just like, I'm out, I'm out bassing or I'm out fishing and it's, I don't know. Usually have, got it. Got it. Have you, you ever gone out you know and what been I mean? like, like, like had a good day that you wish you filmed? <laughs> I know that's probably a given, right? Like, like, but like, like probably five million days, like yeah. five million days, and that those are the days. Does that happen more often than not? Oh, a hundred percent. Like for every film that Do you comes, think there's a reason for that. Yeah. Why? It's because like. It's because you go out there with a preconceived notion of how you're going to do it, and then it doesn't work, and then you get pissed, and I throw all the cameras on the ground, and then we just go fishing, and we figure it out a different way, and we beat their ass, and then I consider it, and then I just like continue to beat their ass down to the ground, and and you just boom, 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 and you go home, and then and you're like, shit, and then Mama Steph, <laughs> Steph the Greater, be like, how was bassing or how was fishing? And I was like, oh my gosh, I just crushed them. And Wax she's like, that ass, honey. And she's like, oh, cool, dude, you, you, you get a video? And I was like, oh, no, no, we weren't filming. And she's like, what? Isn't that what you do? <laughs> she'd be like, oh, why? That sounds like the story from Monday and Tuesday. And I was like, Wednesday was also the same, but Thursday we're going to go out with guns blazing. Sorry. I mean, that's okay. <laughs> Thursday we're we'll making a movie. Like, I, I yeah. wanted to know. Yeah, you know? It's, it's, it's like tough because I... Down at the core, I've, I'm a fisherman first, and that makes filming hard. Imagine if people knew how good you actually were. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's Dude. I'm saying. Like, yeah, no, you guys have seen Noah, shit. Noah, look deep into the camera right here. <laughs> it's over. I'm sorry. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm excited to watch you this, this season. I'm, I'm not. I'm excited, too. I am. I'm, I'm excited, excited to watch him in my rear view. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Score on. tracker update. <laughs> Score tracker <laughs> update. Selby is right behind you. People, Sounds good. People on this podcast <laughs> say all the time, and, and, and other podcasts too, Like, and it's so typical, but time on the water is everything. And I'm the biggest proponent of that. And I don't care, especially for where we're competing in the Champions Tour. Minnesota, largemouth. If you spend so much time on the water understanding weeds and not even understanding bass, you understand bluegill, you understand crappie, you understand the bait, you understand movement, you understand spots, you understand how fish relate to spots, you understand how weeds grow, and you understand differences in lakes. And that all comes from time on the water. I think that's where people shine. And like you know, Aaron, going down south, making adjustments on Hartwell and different places like that, there's some local knowledge that comes into it. The more time you spend on the water, I don't care if you're up north, middle America, down south, the more time you spend out there and just understand the concept of how fish are moving around bodies of water and understanding how fish are using lakes and how fish are feeding, that's when people get deadly. And that isn't translated in my videos as much as I'd like it to be. Well, but that I, is. It is though. now. No, because but I'm telling you, it's... That's a hard thing to do, though. It is. It's so hard. What he's trying to think say. think about, like, the question you just asked and how we both all answered is how you're trying to portray your videos. 
Yeah. That's a hard thing to do. It's tough. What he's trying to say is, is if you want to have your best days on the water, let those camera batteries die and just go. Let her eat, baby. Go until yeah, totally. go until you find him. Dude, it's eating. crazy how that works. Yeah. Like, it's you know to, to make a we fishing to make Everybody a fishing knows. show cool is is tough. It Dude, is it's tough. so tough. It's most so of tough. them are staged. I don't even Sobe. know anything about it. But like you see all his shitty days, you know. Yeah, I'm just kidding. No, you make <laughs> him look pretty good. Like I was down in Florida for the first, like, or like not the first time, but like we went out like fun fishing. And I I caught like the video like Sobe wrapped to and whatever. Like right, but I got like 32 pound, like almost 33 pounds by myself for my best five, and I didn't even have my GoPro in the boat, but my buddy had his and didn't even tell me. Ooh. Like it's that kind of like weirdness, right? Yep. No. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And I'm like, is. of course. And we go get my GoPro after I realize all this. We never got another bite. Dude, oh my god. I was like, gosh, what the heck, bro? World. You know? Like yeah. I couldn't do anything wrong until my GoPro was running. Cameras like you have to learn how to stare into the devil's soul. Totally. You know, type of it's, deal. It's it's like a curse and it's, it's a hard just, thing to do, dude. Yeah. And then especially when Are you ready to reel in your next home purchase or refinance? Supreme Lending's dream team can help guide you through the entire mortgage process, from pre qualification to closing. They have a wide variety of home loan programs in their tackle box, including down payment assistance and first-time homebuyer options. Just ask me. I trusted Aaron Dagus, a bass fisherman just like you and me, and Supreme Lending's Dream Team to help finance my first home. Contact Aaron Dagus and the Dream Team today by scanning the QR code or giving them a call at 763 763- Three two six zero six seven seven. That's seven six three three two six zero six seven seven. Did I catch a seven in there? Or visit their website, AaronDagus.SupremeLending.com. That's A A R O N D A E G E S dot SupremeLending.com. This podcast is brought to you by my brother from another mother, my tournament partner, and the best rod builder north of the equator that still has 20-20 vision, Veselka Fishing and Customs, specializing in custom fishing rods. Your custom rod, the way you want it, because it has to be your rod. However, he has a wide variety to choose from, including his all-new for 2023 custom chicken rod. If you throw the big fluff, the hairy gary, the rotisserie disserie, the half ounce palamalu, the three quarter ounce rooster biscuit, the lightener looking like D. Snyder, you're going to want to be throwing the Veselka Fishing Chicken Special Big Hair Jig Rod. Mr. Veselka spent a lot of time on this rod and it has the perfect action to throw, hook, and land those fish that you maybe pulled the bait out from because the rod was too stiff or had them spit it because your rod didn't have the backbone. Well, the new chicken special from Veselka Fishing and Customs has worked to solve both of those issues along with superior balance and quality components. So head on over to his website, veselkafishing.com. That's V-O-C-E-L-K-A fishing.com pick this rod up before it's too late because up here in the north country 
They about to be schooling. You're doing it like for those guys out there that have camera boats or cameramen. I I respect them, but anybody that self films, I respect them tenfold. And I don't even care if it's just a GoPro because the matter of fact that you set it up and you put it up and maybe you're interacting with it and then you have it on when it actually goes down because like, I don't care who you are, what your knowledge or your experience is in fishing, but when it's going down, the last thing on your mind is grabbing the freaking camera and the first thing on your mind is throwing right back out there and you proceed to whack and then you whack and then you whack and then you go in and you go, dude, we so should have recorded that. Right. I heard if yeah. you don't record it, it didn't happen. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, like, like, I don't believe you. It's just, it's, yeah. no, it's crazy how that works, though. And I think yeah. it's, I think it all goes back to, like, the mind game. 100%. It's a mind game. Yeah. JP runs a little bit of camera. I do. He could attest to some, it's being, try being the cameraman. And the guy's like, dude, we called him here yesterday. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think jp since you have such you have a, a I mean, wide array of camera knowledge I'm, and editing knowledge and you know the sport of fishing what's your thoughts on it i'd say you have more <clears throat> behind the the camera and fishing um i've gone out with teal a handful i mean i give it to teal teaching me a lot but just just film and teal, and then, you know, what what do we do with the foot? What what do we do with it? What do you, how do you make it? How do you make it interesting for someone like us to to, to, to view it? Like it, it, that's the name oh. of the game. If I'm not gonna enjoy watching it after I'm done viewing it, you guys aren't gonna care about it. Yeah. So that's like like you said, like you. having a start yeah. to the story, the middle, or what have you, like. I remember when we first started talking and you I asked you a hundred questions and I was like, what do I got to do to get better? And you know, I was like, you just got to have like a purpose to every one of your projects. Like there's gotta be, if you're trying to sell this custom color or you're trying to sell Aaron Teal fishing or smallmouth fishing, this lure, whatever it is, it, it, there has to be a story to it and it has to be interesting, I guess. I don't know. To keep your attention. Dude, totally. It's tough as nails, dude. Yeah. It's, tu- dude, it's you're, tough. You're it's tough. so naturally you're good, good at that, Sobe. 100%. It's insane. It's tough. It's tough, though. Like, dude, it's just tough. Because, like like you said, like... You don't I, make it look that way. <laughs> you make it look easy. But especially as you... Like, like you know, you've, you've done so much in video now, JP. And, Chad, you've watched how many hours of GoPro footage, like... And especially yourself doing it like when you watch yourself like after a while you watch yourself or you watch enough fishing footage that you're like is that even is that even prominent like do i even yeah. put that out do i just burn this should i just burn this right. i should is this even important yeah and i'm not a good steward at doing this but i think everyone should do this is just freaking put it out put something together and put it out even your bad days. It's tough Even for him, especially days. when he caught him so much better the day before without the camera. <laughs> That's you know what, what I'm mean? saying. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but you know what I mean? Because your your previous perspective was so much better than what just happened. And that's the worst part, 
is like you know what could have went down or you know what you just caught here you know what happened and you're just like no no way and or even if i feel like you're somewhat speaking to like content genuine like genuine like how do you mean i don't know what the word is genuineness genuinely genuinity 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 being genuine with your content (laughs) authenticity yeah Yeah. authenticity thank you yeah authenticity But, but like like sometimes consistency is key and when you're like like posting it all like like minus the editing of of like you know what makes a project a project but aside from that just being like consistently posting of something somehow some way yeah and and we also need to understand that sometimes some of our mediocre days might be a a really good day to to a viewer or somebody else or it might help a viewer or it might be something Mm -hmm. and also just put it out there I've said this on other podcasts before many times, but like my relatives and grandpa love to fish. I've only ever seen one photo of him holding a fish ever. That's nothing. You know what I mean? Like, like he's, he's gone and passed now. So that's all I have of him and from his fishing career. But it's true though. You know what I mean? Just, just like put it out there because like at the end of the day, you might look back on this or you, your relatives or your grandkids or whoever might say, you might not be super impressed with a 17 and a half pound day on one of your favorite lakes. That might not be that super impressive to you right. or a 16 pound day, but it's out there now and right. it's there forever. That's one and, of my and favorite things about that. you, dude. I've watched you say that from the day you started with anything like yeah. with all this. And I, I think it's, it's super, super cool. Cause you're literally documenting your life. Yeah. Like in, in a Nike good way. YouTube. Like, like just do it. Just put it out there. Just do, just it. do it. Just put it out there. I wish that was more of my mentality. But dude, you've been saying yeah. that for a long time. Yeah. And it's really cool to like hear you still on that because I'm still I'm still on that. But I'm you're trying right, to, dude. I'm trying to remember that to myself like today, like tomorrow. But and like, the next day, like I'm really trying well, to like You gotta think about that too, because like I, I look at like my family and my relationships and all this stuff and like I don't always take like a selfie with my family, with my mom, with my dad, I with never my sister, do. my That's nieces, a good point. like whatever. Yeah. I never do that. Yeah. But they're always gonna have a documentation on you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a documentation on my family. No, my mom's a it's scrapbooker. Yeah. She's you know? got a dial, but I don't. To yeah, your point. yeah, yeah. It's but just same crazy. thing as like a scrapbook or like anything. Like, like he makes a good point. Hopefully the like grid doesn't crash because Facebook's all we got at this point, right? <laughs> but even like even like yeah. at my at my the house, pictures. oh, I, I've got this little tiny shelf and it's like a dry bar. It doesn't have a sink, so it'd be called a dry bar, not a wet bar, right? Yeah. Ab- above that, I, I've got these two cork boards, and above all of them, I like went to. Walgreens one day and I just unleashed on my camera roll from like the past two years and I have I have like 400 photos printed out physical photos from like times that we because like when I'm not filming I'm fishing with buddies doing just greasy fishing like with haze you know what I mean and those are my favorite memories and I have from those days like two or three photos from those days and I have them printed out now in a collection of like a 400 photos here, 400 photos there. And I, and I printed them out because I know someday this is going to 
hop in the drink. I know someday I have I have nothing backed up to the cloud. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> like I have like I have some physical form of those memories that weren't exactly captured in a YouTube video or weren't exactly appropriate at the time. Not not that they're inappropriate photos, but just like. We're just out on a Friday night enjoying cold beers and we're going tiger musky fishing. Boom, mama catches a tiger musky. I got pictures of it. Boom, Hayes Baldwin is doing a backflip off the boat. Like, <laughs> stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. I have, I have well, photos of those and, and I feel like that, I have a little bit of documentation, I but I, I printed it out. I got to admit, that's the softest shit I've ever heard um, <laughs> in my life. Oh my um, so much that we're going to wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, and okay. I would like to wrap this up intergalactically. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Planetary? Because I, I love you guys. Outer, like, intergalactically. Um, so what I want to know from each of you as we wrap this up is, do you believe in aliens? And if you do, what, what, what's your idea of them? And whoever wants to go first can go first. I'll start I it off. Up. Ted? You spoke first. Uh, Spoons. Aliens are definitely out there. And yeah. I believe in Elon to figure it out. That's all I got to say. Okay. I've okay. seen him. It's cool. It's fine. Oh. Okay. Do you care to elaborate, Mr. Smith? <laughs> you care to elaborate? Please tell me you're on your boat. Do you? How's that? I was on Lake Hatchinaha, part of the Kissimmee chain. Mm-hmm. Florida. It uh, has to be Florida. Yes. Florida man yes. sees alien. NASA. Florida man sees alien. No, dude, this, this was crazy. <laughs> like, I swear, boys. I swear. I, so I was standing with a buddy. We were, like, all hanging out. Everyone went to sleep. It was just me and a buddy. He'll tell you the same story. Garrett Rockamora. Okay. What? Okay. Uh, uh, oh, you said Rockamora? Yep. Nope. That's good. Total, yeah, total, checks out. Uh, yeah, checks out. Florida yeah. native. Florida checks hammer. Out. Florida yep. beast. Florida headline. Same out. story. But so we were like chilling, and like the video is gonna help this. But um, we saw like all of a sudden we're like about to go to bed, and we like look up and there's like this tree line over the lake that we're seeing and like whatever, and all of a sudden like three, like flaming like orbs just just like formed orbs. in this guy no i'm serious <laughs> no I'm, I'm dead serious and we're like orbs we're completely sober we're completely chilling it's the no night way. before the tournament you're stoned to the gills don't no. lie to me okay no. shit no, no. Uh, dead ass rigging rods just chilling like chilling yeah got it like about to go to bed everyone already went to bed it's and we're just like talking shit. telling fish stories and i was like we just like we're like whoa 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 what and like we freaked out like we freaked out we were like screaming in the campsite like knocking on everyone's campers like pulling them out like freaking out or the world shit and so oh boy so there's like three like fireballs that like intergalactic communication in but it's like it's like over this tree line that we like i don't know it's i mean it's it's like a good distance like if you were to consider like the like the aluminum versus like the ceiling corner yeah like kind of like distance but like in a tree line in the distance right and all of a sudden like we're like what the heck is that 
and they all went away at like different timing and like 30 seconds later we're like miles down on the same tree line and formed in like a straight line and then we were like we were freaking out you guys were and these flying saucers i don't know <laughs> oh. and and so and so all of a sudden we were like what is going on and they all just like went like this and just like dispersed in like different and we were like we stood there in silence for like five minutes like that's a long time of standing in silence these that, were that is a long time standing in silence. and these <laughs> objects and we were like where did human... we were waiting for them to come back because we just saw them reappear this is describe the object better because Dude, like i'm trying to flaming, understand it was like it literally looked like a flaming orange ball of fire what it was so weird dude i've never heard that this is in florida story yeah hmm. okay like Kissimmee chain like hatching out so, selby's that, got that's, something that's certified up. no we're going to jp because jp's like i got no no i already said i i believe in aliens i i haven't seen anything dude it, I, i'm like that i'm not kidding i was like goodness gracious something happened great night. balls of fire I, wow. I wish i wish i had a story to back on this or support this but <laughs> I, I tell you this much I believe in Chad. I believe in JP. <laughs> and if they believe in aliens, so do I. And that's my take. Big review guy. Big Yelp review guy. <laughs> I read the reviews before I make my decisions. Four, four stars. I'm glad he said Chad that. Chad and JP <laughs> left a Yelp review that said aliens are real. So four stars. I'm, I'm, I'm hopping on that wagon. I like that. Four stars. Well, I mean, who are we to think they're, that we're the only species you know what i mean yeah like that's kind of an egotistical cocky way to think you like, you asked in a previous podcast if you think there's bass other other on, places on other planets yeah I, well, thoughts I mean, on that now i don't see why there couldn't be i don't see why there couldn't be people having a podcast just like us two galaxies away like to be honest like go outside the big dipper's upside down just to the north of this garage, right? And that dipper's upside down, but you think of that dipper, each point on that dipper is a sun. Yeah, that's odd. You know what I mean? Like our sun, you think about how much we had the garage door open. That sun was radiating. Yeah. And that that is what our life revolves around. Without a sun, there's no Sobe. It's, it's facts. So like to say that there's those thousands of stars and no one bass fishing is kind of a mind-blowing statement to me. Yeah. And I think it's happening in probably at least 100 galaxies, if you want my honest opinion. Like how, how much riprap is there out there that a, D, a DT6 is rolling over? Honestly, I think the Japanese get their techniques from outer space. That's like, what I'm saying. The like, whole, you know the what whole, I mean? The whole dice like aliens, deal. they, they visit, they don't visit the earth. They visit, they visit Japan. Japan. Yep. You know what I mean? And they're yep. like, put hair in your dice. Yep. Throw it on spinning rod, light fluorocarbon to light braid leader. <laughs> uh, get it. <laughs> 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 that's, that is the most un, 
far-fetched thing I've ever heard, and it's like I'm serious. I'm one. I mean, the planet of Naboo has developed all the JDM techniques. That's where, like, all JDM techniques come from aliens. That's what we were just talking about. So you about. do like, believe in aliens? I believe in aliens, but I I don't believe they land on Earth. I believe they land in Japan yeah. and give like the yeah. galaxy's bass fishing techniques <laughs> to Japan. They're like. This is on you to spread throughout the Yo, galaxy. We are from the planet of Naboo, <laughs> and we want you to take this. Can I give a quick shout-out to somebody quick? Fuck yeah. So, this is, like, no plug. Like, I'm not associated with anyone in any which way. But, bang, bang. But I live right down the road from... I live in Mound. Okay. Uh, right around, like, the west side of Lake Minnetonka. And um, there's a new tackle store that opened up. Waypoint. Waypoint. Angler. Yeah, it's pretty legit. And they got a lot of JDM stuff. They do, it's dude. It's pretty cool. Dane was dude. telling me it's, about it's, it. It's pretty fun. Like it's it's kind of like one of those fun new shops that like you never really thought would like pop up around us. And they've got like some things that are very intriguing, to the sense of like, uh, there's a there's a tackle store called North Carolina North Carolina Tackle Company or something, but it's it's around Lake Norman. And it reminds me a lot of that. It's maybe not quite so, like, JDM-oriented as, like, they are. But it's kind of a fun new place. And, I mean, they've like, a couple buddies work there and stuff like that. It's kind of fun. And it's it's cool to have it right down the road for me. So, um, like... That place sounds sneaky. What Chad is trying to say is the planet of Naboo has yep. also okay. chosen to land... Exactly. ...on Lake Minnetonka at Waypoint Angler Supply to deliver all the latest innovations in tackle and the galaxy's wild variety of bass tricking snacks. Yep. Oh, man. I couldn't have said that better myself. Woo! That was, that and you can order it right from the dock, right through the channel on the way to Cook's Bay from West Arm, baby. And I'll be there on next Friday. I'm going tomorrow. Drop some Bills. Drop some Benjis. <laughs> Get I'm going to drop top, some man. Harriet Tubman's at that place, dude. <laughs> dude, straight up. All my friends are dead. About to drop some, <laughs> about some, like about to drop some tubs. Oh, that Jackson's, was, Franklin's, yeah. either one of them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> R.I.P. Tubs. Waypoint Angler Supplies taking all my tubs tomorrow, baby. Uh, I'm all going, my tubmans is going to the Waypoint Angler Supply. You, you folks at Waypoint Angler Supply, whatever the name is of your shop, you owe Aaron Teal and the Bass Galaxy, especially. Lil K Moss a check for just that wicked plug. Okay, that no. was a plug. Like that was so smooth. It that hurt. Was a, that was a plug. <laughs> you owe him a check. I got Send a sliver that was so smooth. That sounds just that sounds wrong. That doesn't sound very smooth. <laughs> doesn't sound very smooth. But you can get your jig worms on the water at Waypoint Angler Supply. So get you some of that. And don't you forget about your Vasilka fishing and customs. Custom fishing rods sold exclusively at Waypoint Angler Supply. That's Waypoint Angler Supply. So when that cigar boat throws a four-footer and you lose that new NRX, don't you even think about worrying Stop on over that Waypoint Angler Supply, pick, pick you up a brand new Veselka custom fishing rod, and proceed to keep on catching. Yep, them's is there. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Sam Sobey. This Th is JP. 
This is Aaron Teal. This is Chad Smith. This is the Bass Galaxy. Thank you so much for having us out. We're going to wrap this up before we fully get canceled and kicked off the internets. <laughs> the internets are our dark place, and I feel like we're just edging toward it. But like you said... We're about to get into some extracurriculars. Uh, this dark, this dark podcast web. is brought to you by Who Is Light. <laughs> the dark web definitely exists in the galaxy. We might need to go straight there. <laughs> checking in, checking out. Thanks, everybody. Boys, this was a pleasure. Happy days. Give me Cheers. one last happy Cheers. days. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Toodaloo, buckaroos. Checking in, checking out. Bow. That's a wrap. That's a wrap.